them that assurance. And that's a key to winning in a seller's market. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for a new home loan or a refinance, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Tune in tonight on Altitude as your Colorado Avalanche look to defend home ice against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Watch on Altitude tonight starting at 6 p.m. with puck drop at 7 p.m. Altitude brings you all the best hockey action from the ice to the locker room all season long. For more behind-the-scenes exclusives and game previews, follow Altitude on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Altitude Sports, your TV home of the Colorado Avalanche. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, the Vic Lombardi Show starts now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, at the ones and twos, for the Vic Lombardi Show, the hardest working man in Denver, make some noise for Jesse Trujillo. On the wing, the man whose last name is impossible to pronounce, Marty O. At forward, the big redhead, notorious shoulder driver, H. W. Peterson! And in the hot seat, wearing the fancy black shorts. And he's always right, thinks he's always right. James Manchester Mirlet. And the man in the middle, he's a small man, but he's a good doctor, attorney at flaw. Make some noise, everybody up on your feet, no one sitting in your seat, it's time to meet Vic Lombardi! Yeah! I feel Coach, Coach. VJ is one of my favorite coaches that I've ever played with. I could just, you know, you relate to Coach. I relate to Coach Fox and, and Kubiak, you know, all of those guys. But, you know, Coach VJ taking on the, the job that he had and, and still, you know, trying to finish the way that he's trying to finish, I, I respect him for that. I respect him for not changing and being the exact same coach that he was day one in the spring that he is today. I, I respect him in that. I respect him for not changing his philosophies and, you know, being the exact same person and still believing in his dream. And if the shoes were... You know, switch. If the roles were switched, I would want, you know, a player to do the same for me. Well, I respect Von Miller for respecting people. You got the Vic Lombardi Show on this Friday, the last Friday of 2017 here on Altitude 950, joined by H.W. Will Peterson. Jesse Trujillo's here, along with Marty O. And James Manchester Marillat will hook up with us a little bit later when we do our NFL preview. He's on his way to the great state of Nebraska. Well, he's already there, you know, just not that long a drive. So we will talk to Manchester live from Nebraska. And the Degenerates, man, there was some tension when they were making those picks. Was it really? Yeah, because they, they, they know. Yeah. Because we're going to go all the way through the Super Bowl, right? But yeah. unless they have a big week this week, you're going to win. They can feel it. They, they feel the heat. There was pressure. You know, I saw them at the Nuggets game the other night, and I sensed just as, you know, they didn't like me. I could tell that things got tense as soon as I approached them. 
I, I came bearing candy, by the way. I brought them packages of M&M's. Mm. You saw me with the candy. It was kind of like a peace offering. Yes, so yeah. I gave them candy, but I could tell the way they just reacted as I gave them uh, their goods. They just, they don't like me. You know what's funny? Is they've never really liked me. And at the, I was at that same Nuggets yeah. game because it's the one we sat down close. They were really nice to well, me. because they're torching you. Because they know they're yeah. going to beat me. Yeah, they're torching you. Yeah, you figured you. all this out. Well, dude, I know the psyche of children. I've raised three Are they, are they three really of them. torching me? Is that oh, they're winning. Put they're, it that they're way. three games ahead of me. I can still catch them this week. Uh, Von Miller goes out of his way to defend Vance Joseph. And uh, you have to ask yourself this question. When the best player on your team uh, defends the head coach, has the head coach indeed lost the room, as we have suggested at times? Is it Vaughn being very nice, or is it Vaughn being Vaughn? I mean, what, what what is happening here? I think that was a political move on Vaughn's part. Why? Because Vaughn is well-liked, and Vaughn's making a lot of money, and Vaughn's a superstar in this game, and going to the podium for his last or second-to-last interview of the year and throwing his head coach under the bus is probably not the best idea. Well, you don't have to throw him under the bus. You know how this works, right? When people ask you questions about your coach or your teammates, it's very easy to deflect. Ask me the same question. I'll be Vaughn if he indeed didn't know. All right, it's your Vaughn. Hey, Vaughn, what would you say of the job Vance Joseph has done this year with this team? Well, when you have the season we've had, all of our jobs are on the table. I don't have to tell you that. We're all disappointed here in Broncos country. So I can't speak for the front office. I can't speak for the coaches. I can only speak for myself. All of our jobs are on the table right now. So you think it was genuine? Because I think it was political. You, but you believe Vaughn, it sounds like. I do. Wow. I do. I do. I, I, and maybe he hasn't had enough interview 101, but he's been around long enough to understand what is authentic and what is not. If your best player before the last game of the season goes above and beyond, he was very eloquent in his response. It wasn't a two-word answer. It was... He went on and on and on. Three or four questions defending Vance Joseph. On and on and on. All right, so I'll ask you what I'm thinking and what I'm sure a lot of people listening are thinking. Did Von Miller save Vance Joseph's job yesterday? Um, I think it would behoove the powers that be to at least have that conversation with their best player. Not that he's going to make the decision for them. Sure. You know, listen. Von Miller, you do your job, we'll do ours. Right. But it would behoove them to at least say, Von, what is the temperature of the room? What do you think? Why wouldn't you do that? Do you think his answer would be the same behind closed doors as it would be in front of open mics like it was yesterday? I, and, and I think it would based on how how he kept going on on the matter. You know, it's you can tell, dude. Listen, we've had we've had a keep on this show. Keep, do you think changes are coming? Yeah, Vic, you know, nothing surprised me. What do you think? Keeb's response versus Vaughn's response. You know, that's a great one. Later on in the show, fellas, Jesse, Marty, let's take a Keeb's response to that question when we had him on early in the week. And I asked him, do you expect changes? And see how he takes it on versus Vaughn Miller. And just see the difference between the two. Okay, but here's the other difference, Vic. One of those guys is going to be here next year. One of them may not. Well, you know Vaughn's going to be here. Exactly right. right. Vaughn's not going anywhere. Vaughn will be yeah. here, but yeah. Akib, I mean, I, that's a coin flip so, at so best right now. That's a great point. So who are you more inclined to believe, the person who has nothing to lose, no skin in the game, apparently, or the person who's going to be here? Yeah, and is going to be here for the next 
five, six years. You know, listen. In the end, it doesn't matter. It, it, this this all doesn't matter. It all gets sorted out on Monday. So what Vaughn says, or what Vaughn thinks, or what we say, or how we feel, none of this matters. This is just talk radio. We're wasting our breath. On Monday, that will matter. You think they'll do it Monday, or do you think they might just do it Sunday, considering Monday is New Year's Day? Oh man, you know, I, I don't know, man. Do we really? Is it a kind of is it a religious holiday? It's just the day after New Year's when people get drunk. When did Elway torch Fox's staff? Because you were all over that story. It was the Monday after. Are you sure it wasn't the Sunday night? It wasn't until the Monday morning? I was sitting there doing my Monday night football show. Okay. Texting with coaches. Coaches telling me, yeah, we're done. We're gone. But he did wait 24 hours. He waited 24 hours, but it happened Monday. Yeah. It happened right after the game Monday. When was the game that weekend? Was it a Saturday or Sunday game? Ah, uh, you know what? I think it was a Saturday game, and it happened on Sunday. Okay, that well, then, that makes more sense. Lies. Yeah. All I know is it happened, and it happened quickly. <laughs> yes. Okay. And Elway wasn't it. messing around. So I, I fully expect it to happen quickly again. I mean, why would you wait till Tuesday? I, I if it happens, yeah. though, right? It's a big caveat. Well, something's going to happen. Something. Something is going to happen. But if it's player-related, it's not going to happen that quickly. So no. you're saying something with the coaches is going Staff, to... something will happen. Somewhere. So there'll be another fall guy? Yeah. McCoy was the first fall guy? He was the fall guy during the season, but there will be more people following after after the season. So it's just a question that. of whether or not Vance is one of those who falls, yes. or if it's someone like Brock Olivo or Billy Moose or whatever. Exactly. Okay. Hey, we have a great show planned for you today. Uh, unfortunately, Manchester's not with us. He will chime in later. But this is sort of our... How would you call this? Yesterday was our resolution show. What is this one? I'm going to call it our best of 2017 show. Do we actually have enough to fill a segment best of 20s? Do we, do well, we we're going to we're going to best gonna, of material. Put it we're going to sprinkle it throughout the show. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to give you a preview of what we've got. So that there. that 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 tells you everything you need to know. We don't have enough best of material to actually fill a show, so we have to sprinkle it in. Well, we, it's not like we could take the day off. Like, I want people to know we're actually here on December 29th, 2017. This know, is not recorded. We are so... We have so so little to offer in terms of best of. <sighs> I mean, we have how many hours in, in a year? How many hours in a year that we've produced? Well, let's see. So it's 15 a week times 52 weeks. Well, times times 50 because of Get some that kid, math days. Going. Uh, 15 times 50 is 750 hours. Out of 750 hours of talk radio, we've come up with about 45 seconds best of. No, it's more like 15, 20 minutes. Can I tell you what we have, yeah, please do. what people can look forward to? We have Manchester's hot take saying the Broncos will go 6-10. and 10. That That's really all you need this morning because he called his shot. He The man called his shot. Do we have the guy that chimed in and promised that they'd go 11 and 5 or better? The caller? Yes. Yes, we've been efforting that, and those guys know we we need to get that. That was the end of the show. We have it. We have that? We do. Oh, wow. Jesse, these two are on it. Jesse, you Uh, dog. Vic, we've got a minute 32 of us talking about the cereal pooper. Do you remember her down in Colorado Springs? Oh, so, okay, here we go. So, in 750 hours of talk radio, We've decided to capture uh, how many minutes? A minute 32. A minute 32 of a lady pooping <laughs> in Colorado Springs as our best of. There we go. That, that Proud, proud moments here. Uh, we've got three minutes and seven seconds of wild card game aftermath. Manchester's been in some foul moods. That yeah. may have been his foulest.
Wait a minute, this is the one that you attended. Right. With mom. Mm -hmm. Got back here in time to do the show the I next did. morning. I did. I promised you guys I would. You should have been foul. Uh, we've got two minutes, 37 seconds. You on United States men's soccer. You were mad the day after they missed the World Cup. Yes, rightfully so. Rightfully so. So we'll relive I think, that. I think that is, in my estimation, on a national scale, the most disappointing sports story of the year. I would agree. Uh, we've got 44 seconds about you ranting about bringing a rooster and a box of snakes into Home Depot. I have no idea what you're talking about. Because you were mad that people bring their dogs to Home Depot. So, Oh, dude, i got another story for you on that. We'll right. get to it later. I do want to hear that. Uh, Vic, this is actually fun. Got a couple minutes of your Chauncey Billups interview ready to go. You remember that. That thing blew Whoa, up and went did. crazy. That did. That's. I was on the phone with Chauncey about three hours after that radio went national, that interview, mm -hmm. and trying to clarify what he said. Remember, he mentioned Kyrie about... What's Kyrie thinking, leaving LeBron? Were the Nuggets interested in Kyrie? That got crazy. It got, well, and it was, remember, it was Chauncey. There was rumors that he had turned down the Cavs GM job. Yes. Uh, a couple more here real quick. We've got your wife talking about the steak dinner on Lynch Simeon. What? Remember we called your wife because you in Manchester, you guys all went to dinner. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, We've got our DIA train auditions that we all did live on air. Oh, those were fun. That was good stuff. And then our best Power Five ever, things that irrationally piss you off. So when are we going to do this? Sprinkled throughout. at seven. We'll do hot takes next, but at 7.30, we're going to give Manchester a little bit of glory. His hot take saying the Broncos would go 6-10. and 10. He's one game away from being exactly right. So just to recap, you loyal Altitude 950 listeners, those of you watching on Periscope at Altitude 950 at Vic Lombardi, those of you listening via the app, thank you very much for downloading that sucker. 750 hours of quality radio in 2017, and we're headlining it with a lady defecating in Colorado Springs. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Crackman and Harris. Coming up Friday, Crackman and Harris, we are out on the road. Come and visit us at Davidson's Liquor at Parker and Arapaho. Join us, stop by, get a few drinks, or check out their awesome humidor, and I can show you my favorite cigars at the same time. Plus, we will have the Dover Unders and Mrs. Harris, the guests for Lukewarm Locks. It's going to be a gigantic pile of fun on Friday before Paxton v. Mahomes. Listen, Crackman and Harris, every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. Safeway is currently hiring drivers to work in our transportation department, located on 570 in Colorado. You will ensure that deliveries are made on time with precision routes and timely scheduling. You will be able to go home at the end of every shift. And the starting rate for the driver's position is $22.49 an hour with a potential bonus of up to $5,000. You must have documented work experience in the transportation trucking industry to be considered for this position. You must have a Class A CDL, at least three years or equivalent to 300,000 miles of all season or mountain driving experience with tractor-trailer equipment. Refrigeration experience preferred. Must be 21 years old to apply. This is a great opportunity to work with a stable company you can retire with. 
Safeway treats their employees outstanding, offering an excellent compensation and benefit package starting out at $22.49 per hour with a potential bonus of up to $5,000. To apply for the driver's position, log on to SafewayDenverDC.com. That's SafewayDenverDC.com. Safeway is a drug-free workplace. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our community secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. We protect the homeland. We're always there when called upon. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you had the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Attention, the biggest automotive sales event of the year is here. The 34th Annual MedVed Inventory Equalization Sale. Our accountants have advised us to position our dealerships for 2018. It's imperative that MedVed Chevrolet's inventories be equalized, and that means thousands in savings on acres of vehicles. This is the moment you've been waiting for. 0% financing up to 60 months for those who qualify, or no payments till spring 2018. MedVed Chevrolet will sacrifice thousands of dollars off MSRP to save you money. Save on Tahoe's, Equinox, Cruise, Malibu, and Sonic. This is the time to buy. Act now. Selection is huge, but expected to diminish rapidly. The 34th Annual MedVed Inventory Equalization Sale. Sale ends January 3rd, 2018. No extensions. MedVed Chevrolet. On the I-25 corridor, depart the 181 ramp Castle Rock. At on I-70 in Wheatridge. Exit Kipling. Exit Ward. But exit the giant MedVed Autoplex. Chevy. Find new roads. G5767 MSRP 19,400 plus tax title and fees includes 599 DNH with approved credit subject to Prior sales, see MedBed for details, expires 1318. At Morningstar Senior Living at Ridgegate, simple little things make all the difference. For we know that in the details, senior living becomes senior loving. Our beautiful new community in Lone Tree celebrates senior living in the modern age. We offer suites for independent and assisted living, and for memory care. Morningstar, casting a new light in Lone Tree. Call 720-545-1645. 720-545-1645. Sam's number three restaurants. The handheld chicken. I'm going to do a smothered burrito. I'm going to have the honey smoked salmon benedict. Anyone can pick something off the menu here. Sam's number three. Great. Great food's delicious. Huge portions. I've been coming here for over 35 years. Because um, the green chili is the bomb every time. It's more like home. Sam's number three in Aurora off Havana and Parker. In Glendale off Cherry and Leedsdale and downtown 15th and Curtis. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Traffic flowing freely on all the highways around the city right now. This report is brought to you by Len Lyle Chevrolet. High wind restrictions are in effect on I-70 between the Eisenhower Tunnel and C-470 for light, high-profile vehicles. But in the metro area, no stalls, accidents, or other major problems to report. Right now at Len Lyle Chevrolet, get up to 22% off MSRP on select 2017 Impala, Sonic, Spark, Malibu, Cruise, and Trax models in stock. Go east and pay the least. Find them at Len Com. I'm Janine LaRose with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950. 
Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Well, I'll say this about playing quarterback. I play quarterback, and I can move past stuff. So I'll put it that way. I'm okay. I'm fine. <laughs> and I play with natural ability also. I can move a little bit. So I wasn't an easy sack target. How about that? Is that laughter from Dove Valley yesterday? Dove Valley laughs. Well, you can only laugh at this point because the Broncos season essentially has been over for several weeks now as we look forward to the final game of the year. And I will be there, by the way. Um, for those of you who have season tickets, it's still an event. And I still claim that you're still going to have everything you always get at Bronco games. Tailgates will be rampant. It is New Year's Eve. You'll start drinking earlier on New Year's Eve. I didn't think about that. The New Year's Eve thing throws a wrench into because you were talking yesterday. You want to interview fans, and yes. Manchester and I disagreed before or after the game. Mm-hmm. But you're right. No one's got to go to work on Monday, so it's going to yeah. be sloppy Speaking on Sunday. Of, if you're listening to this radio show at seven nineteen on this Friday morning, first of all, we thank you. Tell a friend or a thousand, and you're at the game Sunday. I will be there. Tell me where you will be. I want to find you if you have something to say about the Broncos season and what's to come. I am looking for opinions. I'm basically looking for talk radio opinions in the Broncos parking lot. Are you going to be there with a camera crew or? Yeah. What are you going to run around with an accordion? Well, I just meant, you know, these people are going to get on your TV show <laughs> if they're willing to talk what to you. you have an accordion in my arms? I'm just going to have people dance? Yes. I didn't know if you were just doing it on your phone or what. I didn't know what your plan was. Uh, what do we have on the show today, just to recap before we get to these hot takes? Uh, so I'm really excited for 745 because yeah. Nuggets head coach Michael Malone will be with us at 745. That should be fun. Um, and then after that, we've got a Power 5 to give away Nuggets Sixers tickets, our yeah. last pair of those. Uh, we've got an Avs contest that will kick off in the next segment to win Avs Islanders tickets on New Year's Eve, first indoor fireworks show. Wait, wait, wait. What? You haven't heard about this? Indoor fireworks? Oh, man. This is like a big deal. Pepsi Center is doing indoor fireworks after the Avs Islanders on New Year's Eve, and we're going to send a listener today to that game. How is that How is that possible? How do you blow things up indoors? We're going to find out. So when you say fireworks, because, you know, I've been field and court level when they shoot that fire off the top of the goals, mm-hmm. and in the, I've been in the corner of Mile High Stadium when they shoot the fire. Mm-hmm. Dude, that is hot. Are you talking about that that kind of fire? Yeah, that kind of fire. Wow. All right. Fire works. That should be fun. And we're going to send someone, and we're going to start that contest next segment. It's going to be a contest throughout the show. So we've got tickets to get you to Pepsi Center Saturday night and tickets to get you there Sunday night. Plus, again, it's our best of 2017 show. You're going to hear... All kinds of content we did throughout the year, throughout this show. Let's go, Pipey Not Takes on this Friday morning. I am the greatest because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital, top five percent in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vic's Hot Take. Look what's on the cover of the Denver Post Sports page again. Hope Michael Malone is reading this and he'll join us later. It's not snowboarding, it's skiing. Mm. <laughs> it is skiing again. Is this going to be your hot again. take again? No. Okay. No. Just just point it out. Whoever's in charge of that over there, man, dude, I'm telling you, you have no grasp of your audience. You really don't. 
And maybe we don't either. Maybe we're the clueless ones. I'm just pointing it out. This is my hot. You have no understanding of who reads your paper and why. If you think people are going to go subscribe to the Denver Post to pull out the sports page so they can read every day about snowboarding and skiing, dude, you're lost. I say, dude, it could be a dudette, whoever it is. It could be a group. People are lost. Anyway, on to my uh, piping hot take. I'm watching some bowl games last night, and it's hard to get into these bowl games. How do you it's watch hard. those things, man? You know, because it's some pretty good teams at play. I mean, I watched that Stanford-TCU finish. That was a hell of a game. Are we finally way. at the point of bowl season where good teams are playing? Yes, well, Stanford-TCU, okay. yeah, the top two 20 good teams, teams yeah. okay, 13 and 16. I watched a little bit of Michigan State-Washington State. That was you know, two marquee teams going at it. We're going to have a great menu of games all weekend long. At least these are top teams playing football. Now, you get some bowl games like Navy wiping out Virginia, right? Just completely wiping out Virginia. Let me clue some of you people in, especially those of you who enjoy those trips to Las Vegas this time of year. And you know this more than anybody. If you were to bet on a bowl game featuring the Navy midshipmen or the Virginia Cavaliers, where would you put your money on a game like that? Just curious. We know the results now, but where would you put your money and why? I'd probably lean towards the ACC team, Virginia. Let me tell you why you're wrong. Who does that game mean more to? Who would it mean more to? A bunch of young would-be officers, soon-to-be officers, who are playing, some of them, their final college football games, who just lost to Army in devastating fashion? Or a bunch of dudes who, you know, some are going to go to the pros, some are going to do something. It means more to Navy. I think when it comes to bowl season, you look at the matchups and you ask yourself this question first. The fundamental question. Who does it mean more to? Who does it mean more to? Look at every other matchup. I'll, I'll walk you through them. The college football bowl games. You got Wake Forest and Texas A&M. Wake Forest is favored by three in the Belk Bowl. Who does it mean more to? A&M lost their head coach. They got a new one. It could be more to A&M trying to prove a point to their new head coach, mm. Jimbo Fisher. NC State, Arizona State, new head coach at Arizona State. Northwestern Kentucky, Ohio State, and USC. Who does it mean more to? Ask yourself that question first before you try to figure out who wins the game. That's why Navy was a lock, dude. I mean, Navy wiped out Virginia last night. I can't believe I just gave a piping hot take on how to bet college bowl games. But there it is. Meaning, who does it mean more to on the final Friday of 2017? Next hot take. It's HW's Hot Take. It's bounce back weekend at Pepsi Center, right? Yesterday I sat here and felt sorry for the the Nuggets and wasn't real thrilled with the Avs and whatever. Life moves on. You have to move on, especially in professional sports, and it's bounce back weekend. You can't get you can't get those games back. The Nuggets almost stole one. The Avs had a tough loss. Well, guess what? Tonight Toronto comes to Pepsi Center, and Toronto's a good team. They got forty seven points. They're nine games over five hundred. You, you lost one. You shouldn't against Arizona. That means you got to win one against Toronto. You got to get those two points back that you should have gotten on Wednesday night. So it's bounce back Friday for the Avs. And it's bounce back Saturday for the Nuggets. Guess who comes to town? One of the most intriguing young teams in the league, the Philadelphia 76ers, 
will be here. You said yesterday that Joel Embiid is on your list. I watched that game last night. Sixers had an 18-point cushion in Portland and somehow gave it away. So they're coming off a really bad loss. And get this, Vic. It's game four of a five-game road trip. Manchester always likes to talk about when teams come to Denver, it's game five of a six-game road trip, and they don't feel like being here. Well, guess what? This is game four of a five-game road trip. They've got a game in Phoenix the following night, and then they're finally going to get home. It's a young team. You can't tell me the Sixers are going to be all that focused tomorrow night at Pepsi Center. It's bounce-back weekend. Avs try to find a way to get a win tonight. Nuggets need to beat the 76ers at home tomorrow night. It's funny you mentioned that we all have our idiosyncrasies. We all have the way we watch sports. And for me, it's it's rather, I guess, unique. I'm watching Portland-Philly last night, and I am pulling for Philly for this fundamental reason. It's all psychological. I want the Sixers to beat the Portland so they can get a bit overconfident coming into Denver and then lose to the Nuggets. Having lost to Portland now the way they did, now I feel that they're going to be a little more bitter about it, and they're going to play harder in Denver tomorrow night. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Am I am I going off the tracks with this? No. I, everything you just said makes sense. So I wanted the Sixers to win that game. Hell, I wanted them to blow out the Blazers, come in a little fat and happy, you know, spend a nice Friday in the Mile High City imbibing in the local dispensaries, all that business. That's what I wanted to see. That didn't happen. They lost. So now they're going to be mad. And Brett Brown, their coach, is going to be mad. And everybody's going to be mad. And now they're going to play hard. And now it's going to be a good game. Well, it would have been great for the Nuggets in the standings, too. If Philly had beaten Portland last night, that would have given you a little more cushion over the Blazers. So it's a big weekend at Pepsi Center, and we're going to be sending people. We'll tell you how to go to Indoor Fireworks next. And our Power Five's coming up at 8 o'clock. We're giving away Nuggets Sixers tickets. Someone listening right now will be in the building on Friday or on Saturday. Someone will be there on Sunday. Yeah, Ashley Marie asked the same question I did. Are indoor fireworks a fire code violation? Do you just start throwing fire at people? Clearly not. They're pulling this off Sunday night at the Pepsi Center. I mean, this, be is, not cool be be some, this is not going to be some fake stunt like with lasers, right? Is, is a laser a, a firework? If it's just lasers, just call it a laser show. Let's call it what it well, is. Well, if Keith isn't so sick still, maybe we can get him on the line oh, and he sick. can tell us. He's always sick. Keith Sick. That's his middle name, Sick. Kyle Sick Keith, yes. 7.28 Friday morning when we come back. The year in review. First subject is on the list. And don't forget Michael Malone at 7.45. Thanks for listening, sports fans. We love you. Takes has been brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. Sunday, it's New Year's Eve. The celebration! 12 hours before the clock hits midnight, the orange and blue preview will be live from the Fieldhouse event venue as the Broncos look to make early New Year's resolutions against the playoff-bound Chiefs. Trying to get to Kansas, was covered. And hello, somebody's waiting. Join Nick Kreckman and Ryan Harris for the Orange and Blue Preview, Sunday starting at noon on Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. It's never too late to set another goal or to dream a new dream. If you want to complete your bachelor's, gain a master's or certificate, or just take a few courses, UNC Extended Campus has programs designed for the working adult. They offer online degree completion programs, degrees, certificates, and licensures. Take courses online or on campus in Denver, Colorado Springs, Loveland, and Greeley. Set another goal and make a new dream come true with the University of Northern Colorado Extended Campus. Learn more at extended.unco.edu. 
www.ebbvodka.edu. Deep Eddy Vodka is an award-winning small-batch American-made vodka handcrafted in Austin, Texas. Distilled ten times, gently charcoal filtered six times, ensuring a clean, subtle, smooth flavor. Deep Eddy Vodka also has six delicious flavored vodkas created with all natural ingredients. These infusions include ruby red grapefruit, sweet tea, peach, cranberry, lemon, and newest release orange. Deep Eddy Vodka is 100% gluten-free. It always reminds you to please stay drink responsibly. Now, there's a morning newscast that moves at the speed of Denver. Good morning, everybody. I'm Megan O'Hallor. And I'm Kirk Yockey, bright and early. And gives you an edge all day long. New details overnight. New this morning. Breaking overnight. Get your morning moving with Megan O'Hallor, Kirk Yockey, Pinpoint Weather with Greg Dutra, and Time Saver Traffic with Sam Boyd. Still looking at some slow speeds out there. On the Fox 31 Morning News, starting at 4.30 Monday. When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to Fun. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Just a little bit of volume slowing on westbound I-70 between Steele and York, but traffic moving at or near posted speeds on all the highways around the metro area right now. We do have a report of an accident on Central Park Boulevard just south of I-70, but not seeing any major backups through there just yet. High wind restrictions are in effect on I-70 between the Eisenhower Tunnel and C-470 for light high-profile vehicles, but in the metro area, no stalls, accidents, or other major problems to report. I'm Janine LaRose with traffic on Altitude. Altitude 950. Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Coaching is awful. That's my that's my hot take today. They're poorly coached in all three phases, but it starts with the head coach. And you know what? When I read off my ten reasons why they're going to go six and ten, at least three of them are based on coaches, and there was one guy in town who didn't say, what a dream team. Look at this dream team they're putting together. By the way, my streak of not yelling on this show, it's over. That is James Manchester Merrillat several months ago, before the start of the Broncos season. Training camp, when we all said, wow, this team looks good. This team looks sharp. This team has potential. This is a team. And yet Manchester held true to form in the most Manchester way and predicted a 6-10 and ten season, much to our chagrin. We killed them for it. I know I did. Those of us who want to believe, those of us who are fans and always want to believe, we killed him for it. But today, he lives in glory. That is your first taste of some of our best of and what we're going to do this segment too, Vic. And, you know, we have to remind ourselves that the average person doesn't listen for anywhere close to three hours. They just listen, you know, when they're in their car. Now, whatever. I don't listen for three hours. Yeah, that's true. But if you haven't heard the phone call Manchester had with a guy, I believe, was it Mike from Rhode Island, fellas? Is that, is that, that is correct? Yep. 
We're going to play that for you this segment. Vic, what are your memories of that phone call? Because it was probably the best phone call we've gotten in the history of the show. Well, you guys have to understand, at the time, were the Broncos 3-1 and or 2-0? and They were off to a pretty good start at that the time. That was after the Cowboys game, I believe. So it was like September 17th in that area. So it was the peak of the Broncos because yep. the Cowboys game was obviously their best game of the year. So it was were, when they were 3-1. and Because at that point, it was already like, well, they're already, ha- they're already halfway at that point of what James was saying. To get to 6-10. and yeah. No, they were 2-0, and weren't they? After the Cowboys was the second game of the season, was it not? No, the Cowboys made. Oh yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. So, yeah. so here they are. Here are the Denver. Three and Broncos. one was the Raiders yeah. game. Yeah. So my the bad. Denver Broncos just defeated the Dallas Cowboys. All right, the darlings of the NFL the year before. Just beat them thoroughly. So here we are on this radio show and every radio show in town talking. Wow, this Bronco team with Trevor Simeon. They are playoff bound. This team is hot to trot. And yet James. Manchester Maryland sits in his corner right there and continue to grumble that this is all a big myth, that the season will go awry, that this is a 6-10 and football team masquerading as a good football team. We laughed. We mocked. And then we got this phone call from a guy who also was sick and tired of Manchester's beat, and he challenged Manchester to a bet. Paychecks, money, records. Play the phone call. Mike is on the air with uh, Vic Manchester and HW. What's up, Mike? I just want to speak to James for a quick minute. Hi, Mike. James. Yes. Six and ten prediction, my friend. Yes. Yeah. What Reaction. About? So I had him at uh, one and one right now. Ten and six minimum. Oh, okay. I told you, if this team goes nine and seven, I even told you ten and six, you log off Twitter forever. And my reply was, if they don't go nine and seven, what do you give up? Because that's how a bet work works, Mike. You have to have something at risk. I have to have something at risk. What are you and I, giving and up? I told you what I want, and I'm still waiting for you to tell me what you want. Wait, what? what we don't know what you guys each want. How do I know? How do I know what to have you do? I don't care if you're on Twitter. I'm willing to make a twenty percent donation of my yearly salary to the charity. Of your course. Wow. Okay, we got something now. We got something. I'll even photo, uh, snapshot a photo on my paycheck. No, no, no. Now we know that it is 20%. Now we're talking, Mike. Now now, now we're talking. Okay, so. We're now now 2 0, James, right? I know. So, a hell of a time for you to make the bet. If they go 10 and 6, you win. If they go 10 and 6, I win? You mean 6 and 10. No, no. If they go ten and six, James wins. Okay, so you got you got eleven and five and better. Yes, sir. Whoa, you got your. I'll tell you what, Mike. You got yourself a deal, Jesse. You can go ahead and keep. Okay, so what is what is the deal? Let, let's let's make this clear. If they go eleven and five or better, I will log off Twitter forever and <laughs> gladly do it. If wait, wait that's, go, are you serious? You're going to delete your Twitter account if they go ten and six or worse. Mike donates twenty percent of his salary to a charity of my choice. You know what, Mike? That is a, a a very generous offer in terms of what you're putting on the on the table. You've got yourself a deal, my friend. Well, Mike. That's all it took, James. You don't have to worry about me bombarding you on Twitter anymore, my friend. That's how badly he wants you off the Twitter machine. That's great. I mean, talk about a win-win for the public. They either get 20% donated to charity or I go away on Twitter. Hey, Mike, I'm going to give you credit. A, you called. That was That's ballsy. Most people wouldn't. And B, you put up something of value, which was the sticking point. I didn't know what to ask you for because I don't know you. So kudos, my friend. I prefer the bet. Like, if you win, Mike, you then take over as co-host of the show. <laughs> Ooh.
<laughs> Mike, you had your chance, Mike. You had your chance, Mike. Mike, you thanks for the call. <laughs> I'm willing to just have him off Twitter. <laughs> thanks for the call. Well, in the words of Moe... That is the worst call in the history of the league! Wow! Mike was off a little bit on his prediction, as we all were. Mike, uh, wow. did, did he pay up? Do we have proof? Did Mike ever get back to us on donating 20% of his salary? No, Mike has disappeared uh, in a big way. Ever since things went south with the eight-game losing streak, we've called Mike out here and there. Have not heard back from Mike 20% of his, his salary, right? He didn't say 20% of one paycheck. No, his salary. He said 20% of his salary. Yeah. So, Mike, uh, bet's a bet. Manchester's not here, but if you're listening, dude, step up because we just played it again. You promised, and uh, promising money to charity and then not following through, not a good look. Yeah, but nobody knows who Mike is. Nobody knows where he lives. Nobody knows his name. Nobody, know, You know what I'm saying? It's easy to make those kind of bets when you're anonymously making bets. What went through your mind when you were re-listening to that phone you call? You know, it's funny. <sighs> That's why time heals all, even our relationship with Manchester. At the time, I thought Manchester was an idiot because the Broncos were 2-0 and and playing good football. Is that a little bit of a harsh word? Well, no. I mean, let's be honest. At the time, I'm looking at him going, are you an idiot? Dude, they're they're balling right now. What, what are you watching? But proof in the pudding, he was smarter than all of us, me included. His thoughts, his prediction came true. It unfolded perfectly for him. If the Denver Broncos win this Sunday, they will go 6-10. and 10, Exactly as Manchester saw it. That's insane, man. And we're never, ever going to hear the end of it. But We shouldn't. You, but you know the other thing, Vic, that he pointed out that you and I both just laughed at, but he was totally right? Trevor Simeon's a good quarterback when things are on script. They were on script against San Diego or Dude. L.A., whatever the hell they are. They were on script against Dallas, yeah. and they went off script in Buffalo. They went off script in Kansas City, and, and the real Trevor Simeon showed up. The script was in the rain, and the ink was all over the place, and the paper was lost, and in shambles, the script was lost. I mean, the script was ruined third week of the season. And if you're just joining the show, Manchester is is off with family in Nebraska. We'll talk to him at 930 for our NFL preview, but, I mean... Vic, I, 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 and I want to ask Manchester this: Did he truly believe in his heart of hearts they were going to go six and ten the day after that trying, Cowboys game? Was he trying to defend his argument? You know, because right. a lot of us will say things that we don't a hundred percent believe, but you have to be all in just to to make sure you're behind your point. Like me, me in in the mountains, we don't get along. Mm-hmm. I'm not a mountain guy, so every time somebody brings up the mountains, I'm going to fight you on that. The moon. Right? I'm not all in on the moon. I'll fight you on that. Even though I don't believe all of it, I got to defend my argument. So I thought that he's just defending his argument, but he really believed it. So when they were 2-0 and after they throttled the Cowboys, what was the final score that day? Like 48-10 uh, or whatever? Keeb had the pick six to seal it? Him. Killed him. You really think, was he just defending his argument? That's or did he truly think they yeah. were going to go 4-10 and down the stretch? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I thought he was being disingenuous. I called him out for it. Should we call him? No. I don't want to hear his voice. We'll, we'll wait till 930. I do not want to hear that man's voice right All now right, after Vic, hearing that segment. You got Michael Malone coming up soon. Yeah. We got about two minutes here. And these are the only two minutes I'm going to spend on this because we're not going to waste your brain brain cells. What are you watching for on Sunday? In this game? Yes. Well, clearly what everybody else is watching for. Paxton. Show me something. 
Give me a glimpse of hope. Give me a reason to believe that there's a future for you here as a member of the Denver Broncos. Whether it's a play, a series, a sequence, give me something that I can hang my hat on and say, oh yeah, I got to see more of that. But I heard you in the Harvester talking about it on Let's Talk Football last night. Even if he lights it up Sunday, hasn't his fate been sealed? I'm talking to him as me, the fan now. Okay. As a fan. Okay. okay? I, I believe his fate has been sealed. I do. But as a fan, I still, you know, it's like my son. I hate to get all personal. How many chances do you give your kids, right? He keeps jacking around, keeps messing up. Grades are not where they need to be. But I still hold out hope. I'm like, come on, man. Come on, dude. I've invested in you. You were my first round pick. But that's blood. I paid a lot that's of money. That's blood, Vic. Yeah, but this so is different. These guys' blood is, you know, if you're John Elway, Paxton's almost like blood to him. Trust me, it's a different relationship than mm-hmm. me and my, the point is, I'm gonna give you a second chance and possibly a third chance. I just am. I want you to succeed. I don't want you to fail. I don't want you to cry on the sideline. I want you to win. I want you to show me the reason I invested in you. That's what I want to see. But this is his last chance Sunday. God, by the way. Last chance. New Year's Eve at Mile High. Broncos, Chiefs. That kind of year. How many drunkards are we going to have at this game? This is going to be crazy. I might take, by the way, I jumped into that bourbon you gave me. Nice. Any good? It's good. Good. Very syrupy. Glad you, is that a dig or do you actually like it? No, I like it. Okay, good. Glad you like it. Liked it a lot. You're going to like our interview next. The head coach of the Denver Nuggets, Michael Malone, on the last Friday of 2017. He's next on the Vic Lombardi Show. All right, Renters, it's James Merrillat from my friends at American Financing. And as 2018 approaches, it's time to stop throwing money away on rent every month. Yeah, you know this, but where do you start? How about this? Start looking into down payment assistance and first-time homebuyer programs that are going to get you into your own home for as low as $1,000 down. That way, you're building equity for yourself. It's easy. At American Financing, they have salary-based mortgage consultants who are going to talk you through the best options. They'll get you a pre-approval letter fast so you know how much home you'll qualify for, And they can even hook you up with a realtor if you need one. You don't have to worry about crazy fees or feeling pressured. These are the good guys. They have over a 1,000 Google reviews, plus they have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. So pick up the phone and give them a call, 303-695-7000, or check them out online at AmericanFinancing.com. Become a homeowner today with the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area, and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee? With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. 
or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-HOME. Metro 21 Real Estate Group. And tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio. Small, uncomfortable, not practical. At Shop Mini, they've heard it all. It's time to think differently about Mini. The 2017 Countryman has more interior space than the Audi Q3 and the Mercedes-Benz GLA 250. Plus, it's a lot more fun to drive with legendary go-kart handling and fit and finish within that'll make everyone lucky enough to drive with you envious. Take advantage of an exceptional offer. 0% APR for 72 months on a wide selection of 2017 Mini Countryman. Shop Mini. One price, one person, one hour. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Just a little bit of residual slowing on westbound I-70 between Holly and York after an earlier disabled vehicle had a lane blocked, but that has been cleared and speeds recovering through there. For the most part, traffic is moving at or near posted speeds around most of the metro area right now with no stalls, accidents, or other major problems to report. I'm Janine LaRose with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. There are three things I cannot do in life. And I've known this for quite some time. I could never be a lifeguard, since I can't swim. Could never be an electrician, uh, since I'm colorblind and, you know, wires have different colors and all that business. And I could never be a teacher slash coach. Because I simply do not have the patience to do either. And I think it requires tremendous patience, which is why I admire teachers and coaches the most. I'm watching the Nuggets game the other night, and I mean, some of the calls. Listen, I know it goes both ways, but some of the calls, like the non-travel call on Jimmy Butler late in regulation, the mysterious 3.3 shots call, I, I was losing my mind I don't know how coaches do it. And with that, let's welcome in the head coach of the Denver Nuggets, Michael Malone. Uh, I'm not going to get you in trouble. I'm not going to have you talk about it. But I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you hold it together. You know, it's. Uh, I think patience is a, is a key word that you just talked about, Vic. And it does require patience. And especially when you're down 19 points on the road, back-to-back, and your players are just laying it all out there. They're just giving of themselves uh giving all they have, and obviously, you know what, uh, when the referees make calls that impact the result of the game, that's never, you know, what anybody wants. The game should always be, be decided by the players, and the NBA issued their last two-minute report from our game, and yeah. obviously down the stretch, uh, we were begging for a five-second call on the inbounds. wasn't called. It should have been, according to yep. the report. Yep. Uh, we Before the jump ball with Jimmy Butler, he steps across the half-court line for a backcourt violation. Wow. And then travels, both of those are not called. So, yes, there were a number of calls that did not go our way in that game. Uh, and there's always a flip side of it. You know, Will Barton drives to the basket. They call a foul on Wiggins. Well, you know what? He makes the free throws, but, you know, there shouldn't have been a foul. No, no foul. Uh, I said the play. same thing. Yeah. So, I mean, you hope in the long run that it evens out. But in the moment, and then the next day after the game when you see the report, obviously it's tough to swallow at times because your players are doing all they can. Now, at the end of the day, we shouldn't have gotten down by 19 points. 
and had to fight back from such a big deficit. But it is what it is, and uh, I guess that's all I'll say on the matter. No, that's all you have anyway. to say. <laughs> do, now, do you like that two-minute report? I'm sure the refs hate it, clearly, because it, it puts them out there. But as a coach, some players have said this, it's useless. It's Why bother? Why why even call this stuff out days later when it doesn't fix anything? What, what are your thoughts on the two-minute report? Uh, I, well, first I would say you have to respect the NBA for their willingness to for transparency. I think the whole, uh, you know, the reason we have a last two-minute report is that the NBA wants everybody to know, our fans to know, that we are being completely transparent, and when we do mess up, we're willing to own up to it and admit it. From a coaching standpoint, from a player standpoint, to your point is the day after they admit the mistakes they made, it's not like we can go back and replay the last 20 seconds of regulation because it was a backcourt violation. So it really has no impact on us. So on one hand, you have to respect the transparency, Vic. But really, at the end of the day, it has no impact on the game, on the results. And, uh, you know, the referees have a tremendously hard job. I would ne- I would never – you don't want to be an electrician. You don't want to be a coach. Or, I would never want to be a referee. I'm with you. But you have the home coach, the visiting coach, the home players, the visiting players, the fans, the people on the TV. And then you have your last two-minute report that comes out the next day and points out all the mistakes that you made. So, you know, I give those guys a lot of credit because it's not an easy job that they have. Mike, two other things that have made refereeing impossible, and this is where I defend the officials in every sport. HD television, where we can all ref from our couches, and instant replay, where every time something happens, we get a microscopic look at that exact play. You know, I'm watching Celtics last night, Celtics Rockets, and the finish of that game was crazy. Marcus Smart, right before they called an offensive foul on James Harden, Marcus Smart, he's he's walking all over. He was traveling with luggage and Samsonite, but to the naked eye, you couldn't see it. When they put it on replay, it was blatant. I think replay has made it that much harder to referee a game. Oh, I mean, those guys, you know, and uh, you know, we have our head coaches' meetings every year, and they have a lot of referees in the meeting because we talk about various things where the referees need to be there. And the, the amount of scrutiny that they have, and again, I, I don't care whether it's the NFL referee taking on the index card to see if it's a first down, or in the NBA you have these guys that are getting, somebody is judging them while they're refereeing, somebody is judging them post-game watching all their calls, Somebody is issuing a last two game report, last two minute report the next day. Uh, to your point, during the game on the broadcast, we have the advantage of using instant replay and high definition. So it's it really is a tough, tough job. And, and again, trust me, the other night, the end of regulation, going into overtime, you know, I was pissed off about some calls. Like I'm sure Tom Thibodeau was pissed off about some calls as well. But at the end of the day, we can take a step back. Uh, not an easy job the NBA referees have. And uh, you, you, sometimes you have to kind of give them a break because they're doing the best that they can. Mike, I'm not going to lie to you. Two weeks ago, I looked at your schedule. I looked at your situation, and I said, okay, if they can get through the rest of the year somewhere around 500, things are going to go. You're guaranteed. You're guaranteed a winning record by the end of the year here. So you've achieved that. But then winning at Portland, followed by the back-to-back at Golden State, I think those two games gave you a boost of confidence where didn't surprise me that you come back in Minnesota. Now you can carry that confidence everywhere you go. Have you noticed that? Yeah, and I even noticed it when we came back to play against the Utah Jazz. And obviously we've been a very good uh, home team this year, uh, 12-3 and home record, one of the better home records in the Western Conference. Uh, but that's a team that really blew us out twice in Utah. So for us to uh, beat Utah the way we did, 
for 48 minutes, I think, was also a sign of that confidence that you allude to, uh, two great wins. And I think most people probably thought, hell of a win at Portland, no Damian Lillard, great. We got the one game on this road trip. Golden State, we got no chance. They'd won 11 in a row, had not lost in December. Then you go down there in a back-to-back, and you, same thing, we're up, we're up. We wound up kind of pulling away from Golden State in their building. Uh, those are confidence-building type games and moments. Uh, you saw that happen against Utah. And then to your point, we come out second night of a back-to-back. We get down 19. Minnesota hits their first five threes. After that, they go 7 of 24 from the three-point line. But they come out on fire, dig ourselves a hole, but we never panic. We never, you know, go crazy. We just kind of, you know, all right, we're going to be fine. Let's get a defense into the game. Let's execute. Let's attack. And that's exactly what we did. And we gave ourselves a chance. And I thought late game execution, we got some great looks. Think about the shots in overtime that we missed, Vic. Yeah. Nikola Jokic gets a corner three that goes in and out. They switch a pick and roll. He's got Tyus Jones yeah. on his back, their point guard. Misses a little bunny in the paint. And then Jamal Murray gets a great look out of a timeout as well. And uh, we just didn't get the big shot to fall for us. But uh, I thought it was a great effort. And hopefully you're right. We can use this confidence we have right now. Last 11 games, 6-5, and five, but most importantly, a defensive efficiency, 6th in the NBA, offensive efficiency, 7th in the NBA. So right now we're playing at a fairly high level on both ends of the floor. I know when, when we get really esoteric with basketball, you can start saying things that the rest of us, we don't understand. Heck, I, I've been around the game a long time, and there are things that are said I don't understand. But can you please explain to the layman out there who watch the game, the difference in your defense approach first half versus second half in Minnesota. Because in that third quarter, you hold the T-Wolves to 17. You just look more aggressive. It looked like your guards were getting out more on the perimeter. Is that what was taking place? Yeah, it, it really is not anything uh, earth-shattering. Uh, we, we, it's not like at halftime we go in there and we're planning the invasion of Normandy. It's <laughs> basketball. And we didn't change our game plan per se, but what we did change, my challenge to our players was really simple. We had been playing at an unbelievably high level on defense in three games, at Portland, at Golden State, home Utah. Held each of those opponents to 83 points, I believe. These guys have 71 at halftime against us. So my challenge was, who was that team in the first half? And the second thing was, most importantly to your point, is they do not feel us. They are running their offense. They do not feel us. Our guards were not into the ball. We're not into their bigs. We're not rebounding. We have to have a much more physical mindset going out there. I want Jeff T, Jimmy Butler, and Andrew Wiggins to feel us in every pick and roll and every catch and shoot and every one-on-one drive. And I thought you saw a noticeable difference in our defensive approach just with that physicality and something we always talk about, make them feel us. And I thought in that second half, they definitely felt us, and that defense allowed us to get back into the game. Coach, Philly comes to town tomorrow night, and I watched them play last night in Portland. Uh, man, they're loaded. Now they fell apart in the fourth quarter, but they have some serious talent. And I know we look at these games and we always, oh, it's going to be Jokic versus Embiid. It's much more than that. But when you look at the Sixers squad uh, and you look at them on tape, what concerns you most? Well, to your point, I'm watching that game as well last night, and you know, early in that third quarter, they're up by 18, 19 points themselves, and you got to give Portland credit. You know, slowly but surely, you know, Shabazz Napier, C.J. McCollum, Yusuf Nurkic lead a great comeback, and uh, and obviously that stopped a six-game home slide for Portland. Uh, but when I think of the Philadelphia 76ers, it starts with Joel Embiid. 
Then you go to Dario Saric, who I think is playing at a very high level for them. He's a you know power forward who can play the three, and will, they'll also play small ball, move him to the five. And then you have a very unique young man in Ben Simmons, who is a point forward, if you will, six nine, lefty, great playmaker, great vision. Does not have a great jump shot at the moment, and you can see that even late in that game, he's not looking to shoot much yeah. outside the paint. But uh, the potential that he has is really scary. He is a triple double uh, potential guy every single night he plays. So, uh, and obviously with, you know, that team coming off of a tough loss where they're up by 19, they have a very bad taste in their mouth right now, and they're going to try to get that out of their mouths tomorrow night against us. So, uh, we've played well at home, and uh, it will be a 48-minute grind tomorrow to beat a very competitive team that is struggling right now. They got off to a great start. They've struggled as of late. And sometimes those are the teams that are the most dangerous because you know uh, they're going to play with a great sense of urgency tomorrow night. Exactly. And that's why I'm watching that game hoping the Sixers would have won last night, to be honest. Yeah, I'm weird too. about that. <laughs> yeah, see, we're the same way. A uh, couple more, Coach. I think the biggest reason we, we are seeing the uh, Nuggets resurgence later in the month and the, the reason you went into Portland and Golden State is you've now managed this rotation to the point where it's shorter, uh, fewer guys off the bench, and there's a little more chemi chemistry on both sides. How difficult, though, is doing so knowing that some guys get tired? And when do you give guys a blow? When do you know to go deeper into your bench? As a coach, how do you know when it's time? Well, your point is, uh, is right on in terms of definitely have gone to a shorter rotation, eight guys, eight and a half guys, uh, you know, some nights, uh, you know, but after that Minnesota game in the back-to-back, -back, I'm sitting there looking at the stat sheet saying, okay, Jamal Murray just played 46 minutes of an overtime game. Uh, Gary Harris played 41 minutes. Nikola Jokic played 41 minutes. And uh, those guys were great, you know, but I'm sure at some point fatigue plays a factor. And, uh, you know, I have to find a way to play play my rotation, but even if I have to throw a guy out there for six, eight minutes a night, to get guys' minutes down from 40 to 38 down to maybe a more manageable 34, 35 minutes, I have to think about doing that because I don't want to get to the end of the season and hopefully the playoffs and have a bunch of guys that are just shot mentally and physically. Uh, we do have a very deep roster. I've decided to go with the group that I've gone with because we've played so well. Again, earlier I alluded to the last 11 games being 6-5, and five, but most importantly within those 11 games, finding a group that defends at a high level. That's what I'm most excited about in the last 11 games is how well we've played defensively. Because I'm a big believer if you want to be a playoff team and a competitive team, you have to defend in this league. You cannot outscore teams, which is what we did last year when we fell short of making the playoffs. So it's a challenge. Every game takes on its own personality. Uh, if a guy is struggling, I'll get him out. If a guy's got a gong like Jamal last night, I'm going to let him run. I mean, you look at Jamal Murray's numbers in the last five games, 19 points a game. 47 from the field and 46 from three. And he's averaging five and a half rebounds on that stretch as well. The kid is playing at a very high level. So when he's playing at that kind of a level and he's only 20 years old, he can run all day. I'm going to keep him out there as much as I can because he's playing at such a high level. And he's playing fearlessly. One thing you notice out of a second-year player. All right, last one, Coach, because I don't think Trey Lyles happens. The revelation of Trey Lyles doesn't necessarily happen unless a guy like Paul Millsap goes down, giving him the opportunity to show his goods. For all the Nuggets fans listening, and I know you're not a doctor, this is, but is there hope that Paul Millsap will return this season? Have you seen any signs? Has anyone told you? I see him at practice. I see him at games. What can we know? I would say this, and I'm not a doctor, and I did not stay at a Holiday Inn last <laughs> night, but I'll say this. Paul Millsap 
if I if I was a betting man, I would be shocked if he did not play this year. You know what? Yeah. Uh, he is of the mindset. His whole mindset is this, Vic. I want to come back and play. I want to come back and help this team. I came to Denver for a reason, to play with this special group of players, and I want to be out there with them. All the follow-up, follow-up exams that he's had since the surgery have gone very well. He's working with our strength and conditioning staff, doing the stuff that he can just to work on his cardio, to get back in shape. And obviously, I think best-case scenario is going to be around all-star break would be the best-case scenario. Now, a lot of things can happen. A lot of things can change. But my hope, in the back of my mind, is that coming out of all-star break, there's a good chance that Paul Millsap will be available to play. That's great news. Good to hear. Mike, listen, best of luck to you Saturday night against the Sixers. It's been a fun uh, first half of the season. It gets real after the new year. We'll talk to you. Happy New Year, Coach. I appreciate it. Same to you, Vic, and I look forward to seeing you soon, buddy. All right, take care. That is uh, Michael Malone. A lot to talk about there. It's funny. We watched the game the same way last night. It's not just me. It's the coaches. See, you want the Sixers to win that game. You want them to beat Portland so they came in, they come in here with some sense of, uh, hey, yeah, man, we're, we're doing good. This is great. And then you knock them off. But now that they come in hungry because they lost, they blew a lead, it's a different game. But, Vic, some of the best news of 2017 was the last question yeah. you just asked, Coach. Yeah. Uh, he made it clear that he's not a doctor, but he did say... But I am. Let's, but let's, you are. But he that. did say if he was a betting man, he would be shocked if Paul Millsap mm-hmm. didn't play this year. Around the All-Star break, his best-case scenario... Man, if you're a Nuggets fan driving around this morning, you just got a late Christmas present. Great news from head coach Michael Malone. 802 on this Friday morning. Let's reset the show on Altitude 950. Sam's number three. The Reuben Melts. It's new on the menu. Pop as big as a house burrito. Saucy and cheesy and meaty. The variety of the menu. There's all types of food here. Um, I had the Havana skillet. Friendly environment. And I grew up on the food. There's nothing better than green chili and football on a Sunday morning. Good food. Good people. Sam's number three in Aurora off Havana and Park in Glendale off Cherry in Leedsdale and downtown 15th and Curtis. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to BergSimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Steve Berg of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson. Good lawyers, changing lives. KKSE. Parker. Denver. Home of the most. All Sports Station, Altitude 950. And this thing is over. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. You just look more aggressive. It looked like your guards were getting out more on the perimeter. Is that what was taking place? Most importantly, to your point, is they do not feel us. They are running their offense. They do not feel us. Our guards were not into the ball. We're not into their bigs. We're not rebounding. We have to have a much more physical mindset going out there. I want Jeff T, Jimmy Butler, and Andrew Wiggins to feel us in every pick and roll and every catch and shoot and every one-on-one drive. And I thought you saw a noticeable difference in our defensive approach just with that physicality and something we always talk about, make them feel us. And I thought in that second half, they definitely felt us, and that defense allowed us to get back into the game. 
That's Michael Malone's favorite term. That is his buzz term. He uses it all the time. Make them feel us. Be more aggressive. Be more physical. So I'll tell you on this New Year's weekend here in the greater Denver area, make your friends and family feel you. Um, that's a little creepy, but okay. I, I, I see your general point, I guess. What? It's a coaching term, dude. I'm just, it's a coach's term. It's a coaching term. I hear you. Hey, we've uh, got our Power Five here coming up momentarily, yeah. but man, Vic, are, are, are we comprehending the breaking news that we just got? Breaking news on Altitude 950. Dude, if you're going to hit that drop, it better be worthwhile. You know my policy on the breaking news drop. Well, you just... Breaking news on Altitude 950. You're the one who just hit the drop, not me. Breaking news. You just hit it a third time. Why, what is it? What's the breaking news? So is this actually breaking news? What is it? Well, you know what I'm going to. It just happened five minutes ago on these airwaves. About the Paul Millsap? Yes. Michael Malone just broke to you and to the city of Denver that he's not a doctor, but he would be shocked if Paul Millsap doesn't play again this year. And the All-Star break is a realistic timeline. That's not breaking news. That's 100% breaking no, news. Not. That's pretty much what we all expected. I just wanted the It's coach... the first time we've heard it. Yeah, but no, nobody looked at the situation and said Paul Millsap's out three years. I thought they were very cautious at the start, and I think this shows the rehab is going well and the optimism is now allowed to be public. I think that was a gross misuse of the breaking news drop. Breaking news on Altitude 950. Let, let's hear the coach's comments and you determine whether or not that's breaking news. I think best case scenario is going to be around all-star break would be the best case scenario. Now, a lot of things can happen. A lot of things can change. But my hope in the back of my mind is that coming out of all-star break, there's a good chance that Paul Millsap will be available to play. Okay, so the last part of that could qualify. Good chance after the all-star break. He could play. And when's the All-Star break again? February. I think it's the second weekend of February. I have. I should know this. I have it on my phone because the All-Star game is in L.A. this year. So he's trending the right direction to return. Yeah. Uh, you know, fingers crossed. Again, we're not trying to get overly optimistic here, yeah. but you could tell in Michael Malone's voice that he does believe there's a chance. And again, we need to qualify this. There is a chance Paul Millsap could be back in about a month and a half. All right. So the All-Star break is February 16th. Their final game in February before the break is against Milwaukee in Milwaukee on the 15th, and then they have an entire week off. So there's your all-star break. All right, so late February. So we're yes. talking 50, 55 days. Yes, they have a homestand, uh, Sacramento, Houston, Clippers, starting on the 23rd. That'd be a good week to work Milwaukee right, back in So we're line. looking more like two months still. But again, they're trending in the right direction, and it's... Good to hear that optimism in Michael Malone's voice. Paul Millsap will not play Saturday night, but the Nuggets will against the Sixers. You want to give these tickets away, Vic? Please do. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power Five. All right, on the Altitude 950 text line 30933, we've got a pair of club-level tickets for you. Not Club Lexus, Club Level. Very nice up there. 30933 on the Altitude 950 text line. What is, or excuse me, how are you spending New Year's Eve it can be serious or funny. We don't care. How are you spending New Year's Eve? 30933 on the Altitude 950 text line. Our favorite one is going to Nuggets Sixers tomorrow night. God, I forgot to ask the coach if he saw the front of the Denver Post today. 
Because he's the one who threw that line out about the yeah. snowboarding, mm. which was my rant. You should have. I forgot to ask him all about that. All right, so the well, question... you broke some news at least. Yeah. So. What's the question again? How are you spending New Year's Eve? It can be serious or joking. I want to hear about how Vic Lombardi spent New Year's Eve in his twenties, his thirties, and his forties. I told you about the entire bottle of champagne. I do not, by the way, kids, don't try that at home. Do not drink an entire bottle of champagne. How old were you when you did this? Uh, maybe your age. Okay. Twelve. <laughs> Um, it is not 27 healthy. for the record. It, it is not healthy. Okay? Yeah, I don't think drinking an entire bottle but of any booze the, the is bubble, a good idea. The bubbles, man, that will mess you up. Okay, just so you know. Yeah, the, those bubbles are. If if somebody asks me, would you rather have a whole bottle of wine or champagne? I, wine's the way to go. The champagne will mess you up. Well, you're you're infamous for saying or famous for saying that wine doesn't do anything. To well, it you. doesn't, right? Because right, I grew up with it. What do you mean, grew up with it? I said. Come on, Italian family. We started drinking wine when we were four. <laughs> it, was, it was our formula. You switched from milk to wine? Yes. I well, mean, you know who like champagne is Marty O. Yeah. Are you champagne guy, Marty? Yeah, you get a couple of mimosas and Marty O, and the stories start flying. Probably had a bunch of champagne left over from that grand wedding of yours in Breckenridge, didn't you? That server told me it was straight orange juice. I don't yeah. know what happened. <laughs> oh, I, I hate the taste of champagne, by the way. I can't stand it. I, the whole bubbly popping the bubble. I hate it every bit of it. The only time I want to see champagne is in a winning locker room. When I experience, yes, when I experience champagne after every damn series the Rockies won in 07, remember how much champagne they popped? That was that awesome. Year? Every damn week they were popping corks. That's the only time I want to see champagne. And maybe because I have nightmares because of that bottle I put down. I never want to taste it again. It is awful. Well, it's yeah, it's because you had a really bad experience with it. So, all right, we'll get to some suggestions on the Altitude 950 text line 30933. But, Vic, quickly, how are you spending your New Year's Eve? Uh, let's see. Uh, the family's out of town. They're gone. So uh, I'll be going to the Broncos game against the Chiefs. I have a couple invitations to some parties. I might just go clubbing by myself and dance in a corner somewhere. But that's when you get, like, the $100 cover charge, and then they nickel and dime you. Like, we've all done that downtown New Year's Eve. Let me tell you this. New Year's Eve is the most overrated calendar, or excuse me, holiday on the calendar, and it's not even close. You know what I do, and maybe because it's my Don't age, go downtown and waste your money. I do find myself more and more. When I was a kid, I would always go out, because that's what you do. The older I get now, I can't even reach Midnight anymore. I'm done. Right. Yeah, you, you but I really like every enjoy night. watching all of the programs. The New Year's Eve countdowns, the Dick Clark productions, the Ryan Seacrest. Who's that blonde that looks like she's always drunk? There's it, always crazy stuff on television. I love watching New Year's Eve countdowns. It's enjoying. It, it's, it's, a, it's a pleasure to me. Where 20 years ago, I'd say that's a waste of time. Yeah. I'm not doing the downtown clubbing thing. If I go to bars, they will be local bars. But uh, as of right now, I'm planning on going to a house party, and that's just fine. Here are some of the texts coming in on what you'll be doing for New Year's Eve. My plan... (laughs) I can't read that one. Uh, I plan on watching Big Easy. Easy E on Periscope, sleeping on the couch while Vic counts down to midnight. You know what? I'm going to... You gave me a great idea, whoever just texted that in. My goal on this New Year's Eve is to party with Easy e and keep him awake. Make him stay awake. I don't think he's been awake past 8 p.m. for like three years. I'm going to keep him awake into the wee hours to celebrate New Year's Eve. Isn't that just kind of mean? It's not mean at all. We're celebrating. How old is he, like 75? I don't know. 
All I know is we're going to celebrate Sunday night. I'm going to periscope it live. Me and Easy E watching wow. the Dick Clark countdown. Leader in the clubhouse. Keep them coming. Altitude 950 text line is 30933. You got the Vic Lombardi show. We're back after this. All right, homeowners, uh, you have to sell that house. We're getting to that point. New year approaching. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team is the only agent you need to call and He's going to make you the following offer. He'll sell you a home at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. He's got a marketing system, a proven marketing system that works. Give him a call today, 720-900-4433. That is 720-900-4433. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Mosier Show. I can't even believe we had this... Flipping debate during the summertime about who should it be, Trevor or Paxi? Who should it be, Trevor Paxson? And you want it back? Just it's like the dumbest. And the guys down the street, it's the dumbest <laughs> question ever asked in Denver media. It's the dumbest thing ever done in the history of Denver Broncos football to ask who should it be, Paxi or Trevi? <laughs> Just so stupid. I mean, he should be embarrassed. Mark Mosier every weekday afternoon, one to three. Only on Altitude 950. The breakfast burrito, mostly. Sam's number three. I sucker for burritos, and then you make a breakfast, and I'm in. I love their home fries, and I love the tomatilla sauce. Love the green chili here. Everything looked really good, and then I turned the page and saw there was a whole other page of breakfast. I think there's a taste for everybody. I love the menu. It's a great selection. Well, it's been a long-held tradition in my family. I've been coming here since I was a little girl. Sam's number three in Aurora off Havana and Parker in Glendale off Cherry and Leedsdale and downtown at 15th and Kern. Soft is a good word. Davidson's Liquor in Centennial is now open off Parker and Arapahoe. Open seven days a week with great in-store specials. Stock up for the holidays online at DavidsonCentennial.com. Davidson's Liquor. Like him on Facebook. Scott Ace is here. Urology cancers, including prostate, kidney, and bladder, are among the top ten cancers diagnosed in men. At Porter Advantage Hospital, part of the Centura Health Cancer Network, they are pioneers in robotic urology surgeries, performing more than anyone in the entire Rocky Mountain region. In fact, they've been named among the top 5% in the nation for prostate surgery three years in a row. Learn more about their minimal incisions, maximum expertise at porterhospital.org slash urology. Attention, the biggest automotive sales event of the year is here. The 34th Annual MedBed Inventory Equalization Sale. Our accountants have advised us to position our dealerships for 2018. It's imperative that MedBed Chevrolet's inventories be equalized, and that means thousands in savings on acres of vehicles. This is the moment you've been waiting for. 0% financing up to 60 months for those who qualify, or no payments till spring 2018. MedVed Chevrolet will sacrifice thousands of dollars off MSRP to save you money. Save on Tahoe's, Equinox, Cruise, Malibu, and Sonic. This is the time to buy. Act now. Selection is huge, but expected to diminish rapidly. The 34th Annual MedVed Inventory Equalization Sale. Sale ends January 3rd, 2018. No extensions. MedVed Chevrolet. On the I-25 corridor, depart the 181 Rep Castle Rock. At on I-70 in Wheat Ridge. Exit Kitling, Exit Ward. But exit the giant MedVed Autoplex. Chevy. Find new roads. G5760. 67 MSRP 19,400 plus tax title and fees includes 599 DNH with approved credit subject to prior sales. See MedBed for details. Expires 1318. 
The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. A much lighter than usual morning commute today. No stalls, accidents, or other major problems to report. This update is brought to you by the Foundation for a Better Life. Just a little bit of volume slowing on southbound 225 approaching I-25, but for the most part, traffic moving at or near posted speeds around most of the metro area. Winston Churchill's words stirred his country in the face of defeat. Today they inspire us to reach for our own victories. Commitment, pass it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. I'm Janine LaRose with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Captain shovels it down deep, right behind the net. Ooh, and now we've got bodies all over the place. Gerard was absolutely hammered in the neutral zone. He's down on the ice in his own end. And now Eric Johnson's fighting right by EJ, right by EJ, right by EJ, right by EJ. He's going to town on some dude in front of the Avalanche bench. I can't see who it is. McKinnon wants to fight. I think somebody took a cheap shot on Samuel Gerard in the neutral zone. McKinnon's fighting on the far side against Archibald. Coming right by McKinnon. Now he drags Archibald down right by McKinnon, right by Archibald. Down goes Archibald, and McKinnon's on top of him. All kinds of brawling here in the desert. Sticks and gloves all over the place. Eric Johnson beat the snot out of Zach Ronaldo. That call is now like six days old, and it still doesn't. It still doesn't get old. It's amazing. Moj. Moj, you know what Moj does? He takes a professional sport and makes it just like you're watching your kid play. I love it. It's great. So, in honor of that, Vic, we're going to give away these Nuggets Sixers tickets, but see if you can keep all this straight. I know you struggle with this. Did you know we also have Avs Islanders tickets Sunday night at Pepsi Center? Damn tickets do we give away? Are we a ticket broker or are we a radio station? What do we do here? Uh, we talk sports and give away tickets. Yes, oh my those God. are the two things we do. So, we have these Avs Islanders tickets to give away, and we have to give them away before 10 o'clock. Strict instructions to do this. First ever indoors fireworks show. So in honor of that, I don't know if you heard the Mark Moser show, Vic, but they recorded a little bit about Eric Johnson, the Condor. Jesse, go ahead and tell us what they recorded. Condor beatdown. Condor beatdown. So every time the rest of this show you hear Condor beatdown, be the first caller, 303-753-0950. You are qualified to win these tickets. We may qualify two people. We may qualify seven people. Depends how many times Jesse plays the drop. You'll talk to Marty O if you're caller one. We'll uh, do the random number generator, and we'll send someone to the Avs and Islanders on Sunday night. Should be a packed house tonight because the Leafs are in town. Doesn't Toronto carry a pretty good fan base? Think about Pepsi Center the next three nights. Yeah. You got Toronto tonight in hockey. You got Philly tomorrow night in hoops, and then you got the Islanders Sunday night in hockey. As the kids say, it's going to be lit. Mm-hmm. Let's read some of the texts. What are you going to do for New Year's Eve um, while some of us party hard at my uh, parents' house? Uh, let's see. I am attempting not to – I can't read that. I, I can't read half of these. You even said to me during the break, I have to read some of these. So read the ones that you really wanted uh, to read. Obviously, HW is single because the most overrated holiday is Valentine's Day, hands down, not New Year's Eve. That's actually a good point. Valentine's Day, when you're dating someone, especially someone you don't really like, mm-hmm. kind of sucks. So uh, that's a good point. From uh, 8238, please place your names on the texts. New Year's Eve is my birthday, so I'll probably spend it pouting on the couch because no one got me any of the presents I wanted, and not even my kids care that it's my birthday that day. Wow. Sorry. That's depressing. Yeah. Uh, I'll be celebrating a Broncos 5-11 season, says 3065. 
Uh, Alex has board games and drinking all night, celebrating my birthday. God, Alex is also born on that day. A lot of birthdays that day. See, aren't most birthdays late August, early September because of New Year's Eve? Yeah, you start doing the math on yes. that. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Uh, Justine says, I'll be honky-tonking in Nashville. That's pretty good. You know the honky-tonking in Nashville. You know the origins of that, right? No. When we gave away that trip to Nashville, and the, I believe it was Taylor who won. Moj kept saying, we're going to honky-tonk in Nashville. And everyone's like, Moj, what are you talking about? Uh, 1757 says, I'm thinking about going to Sports Authority Field because it could be the last time to experience the stadium with that stunning sign still up. By the way, by the way, next week's episode of Let's Talk Football will feature Easy E and myself with a stepladder and a set of crescent wrenches removing the sign. Don't get yourself nearly arrested again. What? I'd be doing the community a service. What do you mean arrested? The, arrested Joe, for what? the Joe Flacco thing? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. Let me establish something right now. Remember, that stadium is as much mine as it is yours as it is the Broncos. Okay, but Vic, the last time you tried to take something down, how did, how did this end up for you? Cops came to the station. Thank you. Well, I'm, I'm just looking out for you here. I'm warning everybody at altitude, this is what's happening next week. I'm taking my dad, who is a know-it-all. He can do it all when it comes to mechanics. We're taking the stepladder. We're going to Sports Authority Field and removing the Sports Authority sign. I don't think this is a good idea, Vic. I don't care what you think. I'm just trying to look out for you. I'm not posting bond. They refuse to remove the sign because it costs money. All right, I'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. You can't do that. That's not legal. Three crescent wrenches, couple step ladders. We got it. I got you, Denver. Uh, any other of these texts you want to read before our best of 2017 rolls on? Uh, do none of you watch Altitude TV? They've been advertising the fireworks show, and they have footage of them doing it some other time. Now, I never watch Altitude TV. I'm, I'm sorry. I only work for. I, they do have footage of this. Yeah, they do. It's uh, they, they have footage some. of it from the L.A. Kings game in. Uh, what LA. does it look like? Uh, like fireworks, smaller fireworks that shoot off off the ice. So no one, you it's know, not coming down. It's going up very little. Uh so what are they? Sparklers? They're fireworks. They're just not shot up two, three hundred feet in the air. Yeah, I mean they're indoors. We got to yeah, be smart indoors, about yeah. this. We can't burn the building down. Plus, there is ice. If things get crazy, right, the, the fireworks fall onto frozen water, which you would put them out. Yeah. It makes more sense, right? Yeah. See, now what would make sense, normally you go to a fireworks show at Coors Field, they allow the fans to descend upon the field, so they're not going to allow fans to come on the ice. I don't think so. I don't think that's a good idea. Huh. Are you going to be at that game, Jesse? You work every damn game. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll send you some video it. of it. I might think about going. I mean, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a pretty cool prize, and by the way, uh, Jesse, let's get someone else qualified while we're talking about it, right? How? When you hear the drop. Condor Boom! 303-753-0950. You're in the running for those tickets. Uh, Avs and Islanders on Sunday night. All right, before we take this break, it's our year in review show, the final Friday of 2017. The final day we'll be broadcasting on these airwaves in 2017. Well, that feels weird. 2017 was sort of, eh. That's how I looked at it. Anyway. What was one of our featured segments? It was a good year. We did a radio show together for a whole year. We did? What was one of our featured segments that we want to highlight? All right, so here's what we're going to move to next. Manchester's grumpy, right? We can all agree with that. Shocker. But I think his most grumpy day was the day after the Rockies wild card game in Arizona when he was so mad at Pat Neshek and Greg Holland. So, Vic, we've got three minutes of that day. That would that would have been what? October fifth, twenty seventeen. How do you remember dates? You guys are like weird about that. I can't 
If you would ask me to give me the date of the wild card game, I would say, I don't know, May? I don't know. All right. Well, this is some of our best radio we did all year. So, Vic, you want to you wanna tee it up? <laughs> Again, 750 hours of radio, and we found about seven minutes of best of. Here's three of them. James, I'm going to beat nope. you to the punch. No. Nope. It's okay nope. to be disappointed and disgusted and at the same time happy for what they accomplished this season. Nope. It's okay to nope. do that. We're not doing, I'm not doing field day today. You can do that if you want, but I'm not going to come on here and feel like Gary Sanchez of the Yankees all night and then come on here and say, wow, what a great game. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. No, it wasn't. It was a kick in the you know what. I'd rather lose 11 nothing. By by 7.30, I'm watching Air Disasters on Smithsonian, and I'm not worried about it. There's nothing I can say to you no. this morning that's going to make you feel better. That nothing. was such a – that was so Rockies. It was so Rockies. Reel you back in, kick you in the cojones. Reel you back in, kick you in the cojones. That's just what this team does. Reel you back in, give up a triple to a guy who has had four at-bats all year. Reel you in, let Daniel Descalso hit one out. I, it, I'm not going to sugarcoat it today. It doesn't feel good. It wasn't a great season. It wasn't a great game. No, it wasn't. It's gloomy and crappy outside for a reason. That's how we should all feel. <laughs> Man, I, I I don't know where to go with that because I, I thought you'd be a little angry. I didn't realize you'd be that angry. Again, listen, we knew that this would be a wild card. That's why they call it a wild card game. We it, understood going in that anything could happen. We got it. It was a six-month waste of time. What That's what it was. What are you talking about? Let me, let me tell you why it wasn't a waste of time. For the first time in eight, nine, ten years, you watched most every Rockies game. Yeah, it was, exactly. So they you wasted more of my time than normal. How was that a waste of time? It was a waste they, of time because it's oh, October 5th and they're done. Don't they're be over. like the rest of these games. You, you know what? They played, Man, I've been dealing no, with people on Twitter no, all night saying, Fire Bud Black. Well, fire yeah. everybody. Teflon Bud was a disaster last a break, night. He man. was you... a disaster last night. You know what? The Rockies played one more game than the Miami Marlins. They played one more game than the San Diego Padres. They played one more game than the Pittsburgh Pirates. whoop de freaking do Let's call Hancock and plan a parade. Come on. Calm down. I know it's just a play of words, but calm the hell down, man. It's on Jeff Breidich. This team was in a position at the trade deadline to push all their chips in and make a run at it, something they haven't done in eight years, and he shrunk from the moment. It's on him. So Jeff you know what? Breidich. They better be good next year because Jeff he played Breidich the long game. gets an A for what he did with this team this year. In yeah. my book, I wrote down the letter A. An A. He made them relevant again. Wow. Okay. He sent them to the okay. postseason no, no. again. Here's how he we're going to grade this. He gave us a reason to talk about the Colorado Rockies in October again. Think about what I just said. We're Think gonna... about what we haven't done for a decade. We're talking about the Rockies in October, and you're giving the GM failing grades? What is wrong with you? That was fun. <laughs> That was fun. That was a trip down memory See, lane. That, that is Manchester going full Manchester. Yeah, when we talk full admit. Manchester, yeah. I gave him all the kudos in the world for his Broncos prediction, and he deserves. But then he deserves all of our hatred for that take right there. That was a bad take. How do you possibly rain down on what the Rockies did last season? Now that we was do, a great season. We do have to give him credit. We didn't hear it in there. He said, "Give me till the end of baseball season, and then I'll have perspective." And to his credit, baseball season ended, and he got a little more perspective. But day of. 
I was the one who booked a flight. I was the one who was in Phoenix for 12 hours. I was the one who was in the stands with the drunk Diamondbacks fans. I'm the one who should have acted like that that morning. And he was more mad than I was. From 5356, my buddy is a corporate CPA, says the sign is still on mile high because the bankruptcy isn't technically settled. They can't take it down until the litigation is settled. Let me tell you something. Litigation is settled in my house. I'm from North Denver. Give me a crescent wrench. Sucker's coming down. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Here's what's happening at Altitude 950. Ring in 2018 in a different way this year with Fire on Ice. Start your New Year's Eve with the Avalanche as they take on the New York Islanders at 6 p.m. And stick around for the Avalanche's first ever indoor fireworks show. Tickets are available at ColoradoAvalanche.com. The National Western Stock Show begins January 6th. 16 days of family fun, rodeo excitement, horse shows, western shopping, and more. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to BergSimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Holly Kammerer of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson, good lawyers changing lives. Deep Eddy Vodka is an award-winning small-batch American-made vodka handcrafted in Austin, Texas. Distilled ten times, gently charcoal-filtered six times, ensuring a clean, subtle, smooth flavor. Deep Eddy Vodka also has six delicious flavored vodkas created with all natural ingredients. These infusions include ruby red grapefruit, sweet tea, peach, cranberry, lemon, and newest release orange. Deep Eddy Vodka is 100% gluten-free. It always reminds you to please stay drink responsibly. Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive. And best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty. Cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun. Buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area, and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee? With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. Or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-HOME. Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. 
and tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. It's a problem-free drive around the metro area. Smooth sailing pretty much wherever you're headed. This report is brought to you by Unbound.org. In the high country, we are seeing some slowdowns on westbound I-70 between Floyd Hill and Empire. But overall, a very quiet drive out there. We all got to where we are through hard work and a little help. Open a world of opportunity for a child or elder dreaming of a better tomorrow at Unbound.org. I'm Janine LaRose with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Well, yeah, the exact same. I just want to have, you know, 2.0 of the offseason that I had last year. I felt like I really, I felt like, I felt like that was, um, it really helped me out, you know, working the way I worked and, you know, coming in the way I came in healthy and, you know, fit. So I want to build on that and just have a, a 2.0 of that offseason. What's he talking about here? That's Von Miller. Von talking 2.0. So much talking. You know, all these words, they mean so little when the season go, goes south. I, too many words. I don't like words. Yeah. Uh, we're doing our best of, if you're just tuning in, our best of 2017. We are in studio. It's December 29, 2017. We're not oh, we're here. I know, but I didn't want people to think we've recorded all this or something. Oh, like, okay. we did show up to work today. Um, 5090. Great. Now I'm pissed off about the wild card game again. Because if you just missed it, we just played Manchester's epic, epic, out of control rant the morning after the wild card game. It's gloomy and doomy outside, so we should be too. (laughs) (laughs) That's ridiculous. Uh, So, Vic, Uh, this best of 2017, we've got more coming too. We'll do some more in a segment. Let me read a couple texts because we're asking you what what are you going to do on uh, New Year's Eve since, you know, people like the wild and crazy. Uh, I'm spending New Year's Eve at the Bronco game tailgating, looking for Vic so I can give my opinion on the Bronco season. That's Brandon in Glendale. Hey, Brandon, do me a favor. Any of you going to the game, uh, give me a tweet. Send me a tweet. Let me know where you will be, where you're set up. There's another gentleman here who says, Vic, uh, offer on the table to join our tailgate. We'll have the heater in the bus going as well as a fire pit. Send me a tweet. Let me know exactly where you will be. Because I want to talk to Bronco fans and get their opinions on the course of action moving forward. So you are our people. You're my people. You listen to the show. I want to talk to you for uh, our Let's Talk Football program as well. I will be spending New Year's Eve studying up on laws regarding public vandalism so I can help Vic after he get arrested next week. That's from Trent and Littleton. Yeah, I told I told you, you've, you've learned a lesson about this once. You had cops come to Channel 4. Who so possi- why do you I want cops doing- to get involved with you and Easy e trying to remove signage from a stadium? I am doing the community a service. Yes or no? Mm-hmm. Yes or no? Sure. Yes or no? Sure. Okay. That Does- doesn't mean it's legal. The sign is almost, it's right. It's like a vandalism act. It's like a, it's almost as if somebody, what do they call it when they, what do they call it when they have a brand new building and they come there with the paint, the graffiti? What do they call that? What's the colloquial term for that? I have no idea. Anybody? You're, you're talking to two millennials and an almost millennial. So that's what that looks like to me. That's what sports authority on the side of that stadium looks like to me. It is graffiti. So I am doing the community a public service. Consider it that way. This one is from, uh, I'm not sure what the guy's name is here. Uh, I'm going to hit Denver's hottest new clubs and pop bottles with Mellow and Lala. Then hit the after party with Cutler. Then I will wake up and realize it's 9.42 p.m. and I didn't even make it to the East Coast New Year's Eve. Hashtag dad life. 
Pretty good, pretty good text. Pretty much my life. When's the last time you years. made it to midnight, Vic? It's been a while. It's been a while too. And if I have, it's been in that like half awake going, where am I state? So, <laughs> right. uh, it doesn't happen all too often. I hope you enjoy your New Year's Eve. I hope it's safe and I hope you don't have to drive an Uber or a Lyft because apparently you tell me I've never done the Uber Lyft thing because I never go out anymore. What do they do on New Year's Eve? There are crazy, crazy stories. Luckily, it's never happened to me. But these people get so drunk and they just want to get home that they pull their app up and it says, hey, it's surging times 25. And they say, okay. So a $10 wait, ride. Wait, what do you mean? Surging what, what, surging times 25. So that means that there's not enough. There's a lot of demand and not enough cars. So the way they, this is like, this is like economics 101. So the way they do it is they jack up the price with a surge rate. So Vic. What's wrong with that? All right. So say you have a. $25 ride home. Okay? You know my thoughts on capitalism, right? In the market economy. Yeah, I do. Right. But say you have a $25 ride home, yes. right? Normally $25. But you're drunk, and yes. it's surging times 25. Okay. What's 25 times 25? I can't do that off don't, the top of my head. Don't do that. Anyone? Come on, don't anyone? Do Bueller? Manchester's not here. Don't, don't do that. It's a lot of money. And if my stupid thing would work, I would Google it. Marty, Jesse, figure out what 25 Shocker. times 25 Shocker. is. Your 1972 Dell isn't working. <laughs> there we go. It's fine now. All right. 25 times 25. I mean, this 625. is 625. That's the bill? That's what your Uber would cost if your $25 ride is surging times 25. And this kind of stuff happens to people on New Year's hey, Eve. You know, so be careful. Because there's no exchange of money, because you don't have to reach into your wallet and pull the cash out. It's much easier to get away with that, right? Mm-hmm. People are just, hey, yeah, Because they're drunk yeah. and they just want to be home. So wow. they consider this a PSA. I like Uber and Lyft. I take Uber and Lyft a lot. They're mm-hmm. great services. On New Year's Eve, find a different way. See, you see this as a problem. I see this as an opportunity. If I were a young man and in, in needed some extra cash right now. Oh, drive on New Year's Eve. You get rich. And I'm not saying you have to start an Uber company or a Lyft company. Just get it out there. Go on social media. I mean, seriously, get on your Twitter account, get on your Facebook account, and just say, hey, for those of you friends and family who need a lift on New Year's Eve, I am making myself available. Here's my price. Mm-hmm. Here's my schedule. And Let I'm going to know if you need And me. I'm going to keep it reasonable. You know, it's going to be it's going to be yeah. a little bit, but it ain't going to be six hundred and twenty five dollars. I'm, I'm going to make this right now. It, if you're out there listening to this show and you need an Uber or Lyft and you plan on getting um intoxicated, and you do lift home, Will's going to give his number now on the air, and you can you can call him directly. No, I'm not. I'm going to a house party on New Year's. I will not be operating a motor vehicle, I'll tell you that much. I'm walking. It's right down the street from me. Okay, so you'll be walking, but will your car be available? Can they at least use your car? No. No. Dude, this is an extra... Why I'm, can't I'm they make, use your car? I'm making you money. I, I'd rather have fun on New Year's Eve. Tell me. Uh, Vic, we're doing our best of 2017, and I want to get to something... Um, this is you ranting about what you say is the most disappointing outcome in the sports world nationally in 2017. Okay. This is my rant. Mm-hmm. The most disappointing outcome in sports last year. Roll it. Every year we hear about how soccer is going to take over this country. I've heard it since I was born. Right? Every year. Hey, look out. New sport. Going to take over. It's going to beat football. It's going to be more important and more popular than basketball. Look out. Every year we hear how soccer will become the new U.S. frontier. How the mighty U.S. will become a soccer superpower. Uh, No. 
You lose to a country with fewer people than the state of Wyoming, like they did last night, and miss out on the 2018 World Cup, you just wasted an entire year of hype and promotion and interest. You go from the haves to the have-nots, just like that. That is so soccer of U.S. soccer. It really is. I was watching my nephew play a couple years back in a five-year-old game where the parents are encouraged not to talk to their kids, not to coach. Just let them figure out the sport on their own. You have quiet weekends. Yes. I remember I'm at the game and I'm like, hey, Mateo, do this. And they're like, oh, no, sir, sir, we, we encourage you not to speak to the kids. Well, how do you teach them the sport? Well, we want them to learn on their own. We we just sort of want them to go through and and figure. What are you talking about? They'll learn on. What do you? What, that attitude, that right there, that encapsulates what the hell is wrong with U.S. soccer. Right there, kid gloves from the moment they're born. Why does it cost fifteen hundred dollars for a kid to play summer soccer? Why is it so expensive? Where's that money going? It's just a field. A field of ball and some cleats. 1500 bucks. Who, who are these adults, these greedy, selfish adults, prospering from these kids playing soccer? Happens all the time in this country. Go to other parts of the world, doesn't cost you a dime. How arrogant are we to assume that we can buy soccer skills? Because that's what's at the heart of this, right? Oh, just put them in a soccer clinic. Put them in a soccer camp. Send them to a soccer four-day deal. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. It's the way we approach sports in general. We can buy our way out of it. No. Here you are. 2018 World Cup. Guess what we're buying? We're buying the TV package to watch Iceland and Costa Rica. That is U.S. soccer right now. It's broken. Let's fix it. That was my piping hot take the day after the U.S. Uh, got eliminated from World Cup contention by Trinidad and Tobago. It was not a good day. No, and you were spot on there that we are, uh, you know. And remember how many texts we got that day, Vic, about, mm-hmm. what are you guys talking about soccer? No one cares about soccer. And it's like, well, clearly you care because you're texting the show. You nailed it spot on. Our soccer system is broken, and it's broken specifically at the youth level. And I think people know better. Don't send me texts saying you don't care about so-and-so. I don't care if you don't care. Remember that. I, I don't care if you don't care, especially about soccer. I will talk soccer whenever the hell I want. Mm-hmm. It's your show. You can talk about whatever you want. Uh, 4664, Paul says, by the way, guys, RTD and Light Rail are free on New Year's Eve. I was not aware of that. That's very cool that Paul pointed that out because that was my point because Cooper chimed in that $625 is a lot cheaper than a DUI or killing someone. I agree, Cooper. I wasn't encouraging you to drive. I was encouraging you to find something where you don't give up half your paycheck to get a ride on New Year's. But, yes, driving is the worst, worst Worst idea in the world, and I would hope that is abundantly clear, and we all know that. I'm just saying, take something like RTD or light rail, because as Paul points out, they're free. Uh, 7801, I'm going to be throwing a hat on the ice when McKinnon gets that New Year's Eve hat trick, and after you guys finally take my call and give me some Avs tickets. Dude, I mean, how can you not win Avs tickets or Nuggets tickets from us? We give away so many tickets. You're, you're in the minority. If you can't win tickets listening to this show, there's something wrong there. Because I think the entire city of Denver at some point has won a ticket from us. Well, you want a chance? Here you go. Win tickets. Listen. 
303-753-0950. Caller number one qualified to go see Avs Islanders on Sunday night. By the way, Vic, we're doing our best of. As we bump to break here, we've got 44 seconds. Mm-hmm. Remember how mad you were about people bringing their dogs to Home Depot? Do you remember what you said you were going to do? No. Listen as we go to break. You whiny babies, my dog is definitely more important than you in a Home Depot. Again, I they're just pushing your buttons now, I, dude. I know what you're trying to do to me. These I people know. really do think their dog is more important than another human being. Yes, yes. They, they bring their dogs. That's why dog guy This guy me. says, my dog draws a big crowd at Home Depot. I don't care. Just like their dog is more important than my lawn. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. i tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go. I'm going to bring a lion. To Home Depot. Yeah, I'm gonna bring a lion. Your lion. I'll, I'll bring. A, I'll bring an alligator. I'll bet it brings a crowd. Yes. Yes. I'll bring. I, I. I will bring a freaking rooster. I'm gonna start bringing a rooster on a leash to Home Depot. All I'm gonna right. bring a box of freaking cobras, and I'm just gonna open the box up right in the middle of the aisle. These are my freaking snakes. People love them. It's Macy's One Day Sale. Shop incredible deals of the day. Friday and Saturday. Like 60% off coats for her and him. 50 to 75% off boots for her. Take 40 to 70% off select fine jewelry. Stock up on designer pillows, $6.99. And take 30% plus an extra 15% off essential small appliances. Earn plenty points during Macy's One Day Sale. Plenty. Lots of points. Lots of places. One rewards program. Savings off regular and sale prices. Exclusions apply. All right, renters, it's James Merrillat from my friends at American Financing, and as 2018 approaches, it's time to stop throwing money away on rent every month. Yeah, you know this, but where do you start? How about this? Start looking into down payment assistance and first-time homebuyer programs that are going to get you into your own home for as low as $1,000 down. That way, you're building equity for yourself. It's easy. At American Financing, they have salary-based mortgage consultants who are going to talk you through the best options. They'll get you a pre-approval letter fast so you know how much home you'll qualify for and they can even hook you up with a realtor if you need one you don't have to worry about crazy fees or feeling pressured these are the good guys they have over a thousand google reviews plus they have an a plus rating with the better business bureau so pick up the phone and give them a call 303-695-7000 or check them out online at americanfinancing.com become a homeowner today with the official mortgage company of altitude 950 nmls 182334 regulated by the division of real estate Tune in tonight on Altitude as your Colorado Avalanche look to defend home ice against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Watch on Altitude tonight starting at 6 p.m. with puck drop at 7 p.m. Altitude brings you all the best hockey action from the ice to the locker room all season long. For more behind-the-scenes exclusives and game previews, follow Altitude on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Altitude Sports, your TV home of the Colorado Avalanche. Small, uncomfortable, not practical, at Shop Mini, they've heard it all. It's time to think differently about Mini. The 2017 Countryman has more interior space than the Audi Q3 and the Mercedes-Benz GLA 250. Plus, it's a lot more fun to drive with legendary go-kart handling and fit and finish within that'll make everyone lucky enough to drive with you envious. Take advantage of an exceptional offer. 0% APR for 72 months on a wide selection of 2017 Mini Countryman. Shop Mini. One price, one person, one hour. 
The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. It's a problem-free drive around the metro area, smooth sailing pretty much wherever you're headed. This report is brought to you by Lynn Lyle Chevrolet. In the high country, we are seeing some slowdowns on westbound I-70 between Floyd Hill and Empire, but overall a very quiet drive out there. Right now at Lynn Lyle Chevrolet, get up to 22% off MSRP on select 2017 Impala, Sonic, Spark, Malibu, Cruise, and Trax models in stock. Go east and pay the least. Find them at LennLyle.com. I'm Janine LaRose with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Here we Major breaking news. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Is this going to qualify? Should I hit the button? Is this major? Hit the hit the button. Breaking news on Altitude 950. You ready for this? Oh, I just saw that. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Let me so this it. actually hold is on. breaking news. Let me, hit it. Let me hit it. Like, I want to hit this three times because this is breaking news. Breaking news on Altitude 950. Breaking news on Altitude 950. So for the first time in my life, you agree with me, we have major breaking news. Breaking news. Yes. On I finally got Vic Lombardi's approval that we have major, major, major right, breaking right, news. Now, I, the third major was a bit much. No, it's exciting for the Colorado Rockies. It's very exciting. Why don't you tell the people? No, you set it up. You tell them. No, the Vic Lombardi. Wade show, Davis you tell just agreed to a deal with the Colorado Rockies to become their new closer. Another Royals reliever. Yes, they they are now the Colorado Royals. That's this is exciting, Vic. This is a big – Wade Davis is a, a big, big deal. Most recently with the Cubs, correct? For the Rockies to bring in, yeah. Wow. Previously with the Royals, much like Greg Holland. So we got – hey, man. Dude, look hey. at Wade Davis. All right, I want to read Give you Wade Davis's ERA the last four years. Okay? His ERA in 2014, one. His ERA in 2015, .94. His ERA in 2016, 1.87. His ERA in 2017, 2.30. Okay, so that sucked. Mm, 2.30? That's pretty good. Compared to one, I'm just saying, there's a little blip on... How old is he? Find out for you. Come on. Breaking news, we need research here. I know, I'm trying, I'm trying to go as fast as I can. He's 32 so, years old. He's 32. How old was Greg Holland? I think he was about the same age. Yeah, but Greg... I don't know, man. Does this mean Greg Holland's done? Yes. No doubt in my mind this means Greg, Greg Holland's, Holland's also 32. Yeah. So the ship is uh, presumably sailed on Greg Holland. They had a deal they thought was in place, and Holland balked, did not take that deal. So it looks to me as if the Rockies have moved on to Wade Davis. Thoughts, Rockies fans, especially those of you that are seam heads that know a little more about the relief pitching uh, pool of talent. What do you think? Is Wade Davis an upgrade, or is it the same thing? Vic, on my quick math here, he's pitched 230 innings the last four years. 230 innings, and he's given up 39 runs. That's pretty good, Vic. 230 yeah. innings, and he's given up 39 runs. That's an ERA right, awa- right around 1.6, 1.7. So why are the Cubs letting him walk? That's always the question. Why not resign him? I don't know, but he was an all-star the last three years. He was he, This guy, this is an all-star in 20... Vic, Vic, get this. As a reliever in 2015, he was sixth in the Cy Young Award. Relievers don't get votes in the Cy Young Award. Has he had any arm trouble? Just curious. I mean, he's he's pitched. He, do, he doesn't have a he doesn't have a Greg Holland where he missed a year because he got okay. Tommy John. I mean, right. he's pitched. 
Here's how many games he's pitched the last few years. 71, 69, 45, 59. What about our resident Cubs fan, Marty O? What do we know about Wade Davis from a Cubs perspective, Marty? I know he had uh, 27 consecutive saves last year. That's oh, Okay, why not re-sign him? I don't know why they're not re-signing him. Maybe it's a money issue. Do they, do they have a reliever already in place to take? No, they just got rid of, uh, I think, Hector, Hector Rondon just walked. So I don't know who their closer is going to be next year. Huh. I'm uh, a Rockies fan now. Check out, check out the hat. Three three five five says, watch the NLDS last year with the Cubs, and you know Wade Davis is and was the best closer in yeah. baseball. That's a hell of an off season for the Rockies, man. Again, and this is coming off Manchester's ridiculous rant. Kudos to Jeff Breidich for what he's done in the last few weeks. Brian Shaw, Jake McGee, Wade Davis, me likey. Are you glad that I actually finally for once got the breaking news right? Can first I get time, a little credit first here? First time in a long time. <laughs> first time in a long time you got it right. Exactly. <sighs> but I like it. I, if I'm a Rockies fan right now, I am psyched. Hey, man, Greg Holland, you had your chance. Could have signed on the dotted line. Whatever offer they made him, he decided to take his services elsewhere. I would be stunned if they found a way to bring back Holland as well. I don't know how you could. I just like the fact they called Holland's bluff. Because they said this was done, uh, and we heard it was done, and then Jeff Bradich had to say to Patrick Saunders, whoa, 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 it's not done, even though a lot of respected people had reported it was done. Uh, Greg Holland, nearly on the list. We'll see if he becomes a, uh, a, as soon as he signs with a different team, welcome to the list, Greg Holland. That's the breaking news. Now we need some sugar with Marty O. Time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar hit high. Sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Woo-hoo-hoo. Sugar slam. Shake that. So as a uh, self-professed Cubs fan, a Cubs transplant, a Chicago native, how does the acquisition of Wade Davis really make you feel knowing that the Cubs took a hit on this? I love that. I told you I'm a Rockies okay, guy. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. And real quick before we dive into the sugar fix, Vic, yeah. uh, you call Marty Marty O. His real name is Martin Oleshewicz. No, 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 no. Wait, hold on. Right? Let, me, let me try. Let no. me try. Let me try. Oleshewicz. Oleshewicz. It's actually legend. It's pronounced legend. Marty Legend. Oh yeah, I remember he changed it yesterday. <laughs> Marty. That's right. Because <laughs> you thought he was married. <laughs> all right. Real quick though, because it's our best of show. Marty yeah. prefers Martin. You know this, right, Vic? He really does? I thought he was just joking. But we've got okay. 30 seconds of when you told him that wouldn't be happening. We have a new addition to the program. Just started today. What's the gentleman's name? Martin? Mm-hmm. New intern. New intern. Hey, Martin, how you doing, bud? We're going to talk to you a little bit later, so get ready. Do we have a like a halftime with Martin or coffee break? We better with, find something. I mean, these are day one things we sort out. Coffee right? break with Marty. Like what do we got going? Mar- on? Yeah, Marty. Marty hey, should come up with something hey, unique for your, him. Your name's not going to be Martin, by the way. It is no. Marty. Marty's the name. I don't care if nobody's ever called him Marty exactly his right. entire life. Exactly right. He's it is Marty. not going to be Martin on this show. <laughs> Nobody goes by Martin. You have a problem with that, Marty? No, no okay. problem at all. <laughs> uh, you my, were mean to the kid on his first, first day. day. I was here for like thirty seconds. Do you know how that. scared he probably was <laughs> well, sitting there? Hey, I I do to you only what I do to myself. I would never go as Victor. My name's Vic. Victor? That was Victor all about. That's way too formal. It is Vic. Okay, you're Marty. It's that simple. Go on. All right, so we'll start with uh, Danny McBride. He was Kenny Powers on Eastbound and Down. You guys loved, want to watch that show? I loved that show. That was so fun. I mean, I loved it. 
I'd pull a clip, but it would be all bleeps, so couldn't play anything. Uh, Also, tomorrow, LeBron James turns 33. Do you know that LeBron and Carmelo have been in the... See how many years that they've been in the league. I, somebody told me this, and I couldn't believe it. I think it's 15 yeah. seasons. Well, they were both the 03 draft, I believe. So this I mean, is year 15 for I mean, them, just yeah. think about that for a second. 15 seasons. And LeBron, to me, is still a young man. By That's the way, crazy. real quick, we have contract details on Wade Davis. Uh, Jeff Passan, who broke this story, is saying it's three years, $52 million, highest per year salary ever for a relief pitcher, Kudos to Dick Monfort and Jeff Braddish wow. for stepping up to the plate here. Meanwhile, 5319 says Wade Davis is not worth the cash. Better off using McGee and Oberg as a combo. Mm, don't hey, hey, don't hey. put Scott Oberg and Wade oh, Davis oh, in the oh, same oh, sentence. Hold on a second. Why are you worried about other people's money? So so an owner, let me, let me get this straight. An owner puts up the cash, spends the money, and people complain about it? Well, I, I, I don't understand sports fans anymore. You complain that these guys don't spend the money, and then when they spend the money, you complain they're spending money. Which way do you want it? You're actually complaining that he's not worth the cash. Keep going. All right, I'm surprised Will hasn't brought this up yet, but uh, 1862, the bowling ball is invented. Did you learn that in, uh, in college? When? 1862. Uh, How hard is it to invent a... Everybody, the wheel was already around. Circular objects were upon it. What's the big deal? The bowling ball invented. What, they just take some marble and chisel it? I think it's the holes. That's where the holes come in. I think Fred Flintstone, he invented the marble. I mean, I was more concerned about perfecting my 7-10 split than when the ball was actually invented. You took a class in bowling. That is just hard to imagine. Well, I also took casino management. You know, I had a I had a rigorous senior year. A college class in bowling. What did you get in that class? A. <laughs> so it's kind of, hard not kind of to. tricky, actually. The GPA booster. All right, on this day, 1978, Ohio State coach Woody Hayes throws a punch at a Clemson player. Do you guys? I remember that. that. Yeah, cost him his job. Cost him his legacy. Punch him right in the throat. I just saw the video. Cost right? him his legacy. Thanks. One sure punch did. can change it all. Uh, 2007, the Pats finished their 16-0 and season. Of course, it doesn't matter because they lost to the Giants in the Super Bowl. That was the David Tyree helmet catch. I kind of get the Tyree and the Manningham catch confused, so I'm glad you brought this up. Tyree was when they were 18-0. and Manningham was the other Patriots-Giants Super Bowl. Is more, that correct? More impressive catch. Is it the Tyree catch or the Edelman catch in the Super Bowl? It's the Tyree. Because it meant more, but the Edelman was pretty. I mean, the Edelman impressive. was great. The Edelman was great, but Tyree is that'll be in Super Bowl montages forever. Yeah. Whereas the Edelman catch, it was great, but like there's so many other signature plays from that Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. The signature play is the Tyree catch. I'm with you. All right, 1989, Wayne Gretzky and Martina Navratilova are uh, awarded the Athlete of the Decade. This decade is kind of coming to a close. Who would you guys put in your top three? Wow, Athlete of the Decade. That's a, that's a put us on the spot kind of thing. Athlete Le- of the LeBron. Decade. Uh, Tom, LeBron. Tom Brady is in that conversation. LeBron or Brady, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I forgot about Brady. LeBron or Brady would be the two in my book. The top ten of last decade was Tiger Woods, Roger Federer, Phelps, Lance Armstrong, Usain Bolt, Tom Brady, Kobe, Peyton, and, and Albert Pierce. How many of those ten have been vacated now? Like, taking a page from the NCAA, no longer qualify. I mean, some of these guys still qualify for the athlete of this decade. I mean, Brady's there. Kobe could possibly be there. Manning. Yeah, that's true. Huh? Kind of, uh, you know, it's 2017, not 2019, but, you know, good philosophical time to start thinking about these things. 
All right, uh, on this day, Wayne Gretzky scores his 100th point in only 35 games. And just for perspective, the point leader right now only has 52. I'm going to say this about Wayne Gretzky, and you take it how you want. The greatest offensive player of any sport ever. Do you know what I just said? Yeah, I got told on the text line that the Periscopers didn't like what we were watching, so we changed it for them. What were we watching? I don't know. It was some car show or something. Okay. So we're watching something different. The greatest offensive player in the history of sports. Mm, Challenge. I, I think Michael Jordan would have a case there. The greatest. Michael Jordan did things that have been equated. At t- I mean, people can equal some of I think Barry Bonds would have a case there. Nah. PEDs or not, he'd have a case There's there. There's no one going forward that is ever going to approach what Wayne Gretzky did offensively, the numbers that he pr- produced offensively. No one. I think, yeah, I think Bonds and uh, Jordan both have cases there, but I'm probably with you on Gretzky. Would have put Wilt in there. I mean, given the time he played, he could pretty much dominate offensively. He did. Scored, I mean, only 100-point game. Yeah, that's a good point, Marty. Okay, uh, this day, 1967, the Ice Bowl happened between the Packers and the Cowboys. It was negative 15 degrees. I love seeing that old NFL film film footage of that. What do you remember about that day? That knock on me or something? or. I was just curious. Vince Lombardi was wearing his trench coat, his <laughs> tan trench. Did you tell people he was your grandfather? Yeah, I still do when I need that. <gasps> uh, That's such a great card to be able to pull. Why would not? You, what would they do now if a game was going to be played in negative 15 degrees? They'd, they'd play the game. It? They'd play it. You think so? Yeah. yeah. If, unless there was lightning. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing Manchester's not here. All right, that's all I got, guys. Thanks, Thanks Marty. Good stuff, Martin. Appreciate it. Uh, a special moment for me. Yeah, Thank it you. was. You heard the breaking news. Wade Davis signs with the Rockies. We have some details on his contract and thoughts from the fans, what they think of the Rockies and their haul here in the offseason. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Happy New Year's early. This has been your morning sugar fix, brought to you by Lamar's Donuts, going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up. Tonight, the Avalanche are at home taking on the Maple Leafs. The puck drops at 7 o'clock with a pregame show getting away at 6.35. Mark Mosher, the radio voice of the Avs, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche, and the most in-depth and honest Broncos analysis. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Again, um, people texting us saying, ah, Wade Davis overpriced. I, 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 I just don't get it. Everyone complains that these teams don't spend enough, that, uh, oh, they're being cheap. And then when they spend a lot, people complain as well. I, I, I don't get it. Never will. This, uh, more information, by the way, on what the Rockies just did. They agreed on a three-year, $52 million deal for Wade Davis. Highest per year salary ever for a reliever. Um, you assume he's going to become their closer, so you're, you're paying that much for a closer. It could be a $66 million deal by the time the bonuses and incentives uh, go into play. Uh, other numbers to factor in here. Wade Davis, Jake McGee, and Brian Shaw, the Rocky signees in the offseason. Mm-hmm. A combined $106 million for those relief pitchers this winter. Wow. You add in Mike Dunn and Adam Adovino, according to Jeff Bass in here, the most expensive bullpen in baseball history, 
upwards of 50 million in one season. It's pretty clear what the Colorado Rockies are doing. It's pretty clear what Jeff Breidich's salary or his strategy is. It is Kansas City Royals times two. It is Denver, Colorado. It is Coors Canaveral. It is altitude. You're going to have to lean on your bullpen here more than any other park in Major League Baseball. So if you're going to lean on that bullpen, lean on it something fierce. Vic, we did New Year's resolutions yesterday for the four teams. You did Nuggets and Avs. Uh, Vic did, uh, or excuse me, Manchester did Broncos and Rockies, and we actually did all six. I did Rapids and Mammoth. Uh, what was Manchester's resolution for the Rockies? Do you remember that? If you're going to go in, go all in. This go is all in, in Vic. They're, they're spending money. Some of those numbers you just read on the bullpen, this is all in, and it's December 29th, and we are talking Colorado Rockies baseball, and I cannot wait to be over at Coors Field on opening day. The buzz in that building is going to be insane. Vic, Jeff Breidich has said it. He wants to win the World Series this year. This offseason has signified that, yeah, he's going to be realistic, but he legitimately thinks, and this is not hyperbole, Jeff Breidich, with what he's done this morning and what he said at his press conferences and what he's told me, he wants to win the World Series in 2018, and that is exciting. Well, I like the course of action. Again, any organization, and we've talked about it with the Broncos, the Broncos don't seem to have a concrete plan, right? We don't know. What, what are the Broncos? What's their identity? I mean, Von Miller's asked that a lot. They don't know what the hell they're doing in, in terms of identity right now. they got to fix that. You have to have a concrete plan first. And it's very obvious to me that Jeff Breidich's plan is simple now. Young starters... Let them go five, six innings. Bring in the heat. Bring in the bullpen. Bring in the most expensive pitchers on your team. And that's what they are. They're spending money that's never been spent before in the history of baseball. I just told you the numbers. The most expensive group of relievers, the most expensive pen in baseball history. That is the strategy and the approach the Rockies are going to take at Coors Field. And you know what? It worked last season. It worked. So, and we'll have plenty of time to dive into this, but I care what you think and people around driving around town care what you think. The Dodgers are really good. We know that. The Giants will probably bounce back. The Diamondbacks are really good. But are the Rockies signifying to the rest of the division they're coming for their first NL West title in franchise history? That's what they're coming for in 2018. Some of the text coming in here. Uh, will, will you answer my question or no? Are you asking me a question or are you making a... Statement. Are the Rockies signifying to the rest of the NL West that they are coming for their first ever division title in 2018? Is that what these moves are, are adding up to? No, they're throwing the surrender flag. Of course. Yes. Wow. Yes. That's kind of cool yes, as a Rockies yes. fan. They're here Vic. to play. They're here to, they're here to compete. Of course. Yes. 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 Wow. This is what we've always wanted. That's why when people start making, oh, they've spent too much. That's uh, not true. Don't tell me where to spend my money, man. It's their money, not ours. Guess what? I left my Christmas lights on all night. One of my neighbors always tells me, why do you do that? I go, because I like my Christmas lights. Well, it's pretty expensive leaving my... I don't care. Don't tell me how to spend my money. I want my lights up. I put in the work to put those suckers up. It took me two days to string those lights. If I want my lights on all night, I'll leave them on. They're my lights. So shut up. 
All right, you were going to read some of the text. We, you know, we were going to dive into something else here, but this is major Rockies news. So let's let's keep roll, let's keep this train rolling. Uh, let's see here. Pretty sure from this is from John. Uh, pretty sure Davis was Holland's setup man the year the Royals won the World Series, then took over as closer once Holland got hit with Tommy John. Uh, here's this one. Rocks on the way to getting a shutdown bullpen. Apparently, with Wade Davis. Now go get Addison Reed and get that sixth and ninth inning lockdown. Man, I don't come on. I don't know how much more money they have to spend, but uh let's see. There was another text that I wanted to read and I cannot find it right now. Somebody's saying something about uh ERA from my buddy Pete, but I can't find the text. But bottom line is people are talking Rockies baseball, and here we are, December what is this, twenty ninth now? Mm-hmm. December twenty ninth, and Rockies baseball is at the forefront of our conversations this morning. That's great. It's pretty cool. That's great. It's pretty cool. Uh, 8725, been a Rockies fan all my life. So thrilled to see what's going on with this organization right now. Danny says, Vic, did you say that you and Easy E are clubbing on New Year's Eve? Get him to do those fancy push-ups he does. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen those push-ups. Yeah. Uh, my, uh, my take on Wayne Gretzky, and it's not a hot take by any means. It's, it's an obvious one. The greatest offensive performer in the history of organized professional sports. Uh, 8659 says, just take a look at the stats. The next closest point score is about a thousand behind Gretzky. That's from Drew. Yeah, that's insane. Um, yeah. All right. Real quick, Vic. We, we're aware of the way Davis news. We're going to keep revisiting it. We'll keep tell you, telling you what's going on, but we were in this segment going to play our best interview of the year, maybe our most viral interview of the year. I don't know if it was our best, but it was our most viral. It was your chat with Chauncey Billups when it came out that Chauncey Billups was in consideration to be the Cavs GM. And yeah. Chauncey, Chauncey broke some news on our yeah. airwaves. Do you remember this? This turned into Sports Center, and all of a sudden on Mike and Mike, it was Chauncey Billups on the Vic Lombardi show and all that. Let me give people context. So, okay. uh, Chauncey, we are doing our best of 2017. Chauncey at the time took his name out of the hat because he didn't want to go to Cleveland. And a lot of people wondering why. This was when Kyrie Irving was making noise that he wanted out of Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And his name was being bandied about. This is before he signed, obviously, the trade was taking place with Boston. So a lot of things happening, right? A lot of wheels in motion when Chauncey Billups joined the show. Let's go to the hotline and welcome in the King of Park Hill. Doesn't need an introduction beyond Chauncey. Chauncey Billups. Did the Kyrie news surprise you? Were you aware of his unrest? You know what? No, no, no. It, it didn't really surprise me. Um, obviously, I knew, you know, as they were doing their due diligence on me, I was doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So obviously, I I I knew so much about the situation that that you know the rest of the world doesn't know. Um, but that's unfortunate, man, because he's a, he's a special talent. You know, so much of what he's been able to accomplish on and off the floor has been he's been a beneficiary of having LeBron James. That's what I said. That's what I said. And, and it makes me wonder, Chauncey, to be honest, why does someone want to leave that situation? You're in the East, man. It's not the West. You got a good path to the finals. You're playing with the best player in the world. Why do you want out of that? Well, I tell you, you know, and that, that would be alarming to me if I was a team looking to, to get him, right? Because if it's all about winning, I mean, Man, you got a chance to win every single year, man. Every single year you got a chance to win. And not only that, you get in the ball school. You you getting everything you want. You get all the shots you want. You're playing for a great coach who's letting you go to work. Games on the line, they coming to you. 
You're playing on TV every week. You got your personal. I mean, it, it, I, I just, I, to me, I don't get it. Yeah. You know, I, I don't, I just don't get it. But everybody has their own desires. I mean, he's won a championship already. Maybe he's, maybe he's saying, you know what? Yeah, I won a championship. I did this. I did that. Maybe, maybe he wants to be Russell Westbrook, man, and, and go try to win MVP and get all the shots. And uh, that's the only thing that I can, it's the only <laughs> sense that I can make of it. And to me, that doesn't make sense because I was always just, all I cared about was winning, not stats, not anything. So, Well, we were wrong and Kyrie was right upon further review. When you look back at it, both Chauncey and I thinking aloud, what the hell is Kyrie thinking leaving Cleveland? Well, he left Cleveland. Now he's winning games in Boston. He's scoring at will in Boston. Of course, they lost last night and blew a 26-point lead. Mm. But he's doing everything he wanted to do in Boston. Wait, didn't Boston win last night? They lost, dude. No, Boston oh, wait, no, they won. won. I yeah. got it the other way around. Yeah, it, Harden, Harden had a little meltdown last night. You're By right. the way, the quote you heard that was the top story on ESPN.com and went nuts was, I knew so much about the situation that the rest of the world doesn't know. Chauncey came on these airwaves and basically said, I pulled my name out of that because yeah. that thing was falling apart. But Kyrie is proving all of us wrong. Kyrie obviously knew what he was doing. But Chauncey was smart to decline the job. Of course. Yes. That's Ky- what I'm getting. Kyrie at. is proving all his, the, the only thing I, listen, I love Kyrie's game, love everything about it. I'm a dummy for doubting him. Dude, dude, take a look at a globe. Alright, quit playing that stupid flat earth game. Alright, you, you're making a fool of yourself. Do you want to get to this cereal, right, cereal pooper woman yes, next? Yeah, but I mean, Kyrie, I, I know it's a little game you're playing, alright? You're trying to, oh, look at me, I'm from Duke, I'm, I'm gonna pretend I, I think the earth is flat. Just don't be, don't be dumb. Just look at a globe. There's a reason they make globes. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Crackman and Harris. Coming up Friday, Crackman and Harris, we are out on the road. Come and visit us at Davidson's Liquor at Parker and Arapaho. Join us, stop by, get a few drinks, or check out their awesome humidor, and I can show you my favorite cigars at the same time. Plus, we will have the Dover Unders and Mrs. Harris, the guests for Lukewarm Locks. It's going to be a gigantic pile of fun on Friday before Paxton v. Mahomes. Listen. Crackman and Harris, every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. I come to Sam's because it's always, you can get something different every time, and you can bring a group of people, and there's always something for everyone. Got a lot of options, and got a great reputation, and it's just a fun place to be. I've been with Sam's a long time, and the sons have carried on the tradition. Sam's number three in Aurora off Havana and Parker, in Glendale off Cherry and Leedsdale, and downtown off 15th and Curtis. Say our night family to us. Sam's number three is delicious. The skills you can develop as a soldier in the Army National Guard can give you an edge in the high-tech job market of tomorrow. The Guard offers career training to take advantage of your skills in science, technology, engineering, and math that can help give you a leg up to a high-paying and rewarding STEM profession. Get a head start on your career while earning money to pay for college. Log on to NationalGuard.com to learn about all of the STEM career opportunities in the Army National Guard. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group. 
is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area, and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee? With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. Or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-HOME. Metro 21 Real Estate Group. And tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio. Attention, the biggest automotive sales event of the year is here. The 34th Annual Medved Inventory Equalization Sale. Our accountants have advised us to position our dealerships for 2018. It's imperative that Medved's inventories be equalized. This is the moment you've been waiting for. 0% financing up to 72 months for those who qualify, or no payments till spring 2018. Savings up to 20000 off MSRP. At Medved Castle Rock, Chevrolet, GMC, Buick, Ford, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. At Medved Wheatridge, Kia, Chevrolet. And Cadillac. Plus rows of quality pre-owned at both locations. If you're thinking of buying now or in the next six months, this is the time to buy. Act now. Selection is huge, but expected to diminish rapidly. The 34th Annual MedVet Inventory Equalization Sale. Sale ends January 3rd, 2018. No extensions. MedVet. On the I-25 corridor to part the 181 ramp Castle Rock. And on I-70 Rebridge. Exit Kipling. Exit Ward. But exit the giant MedVet Autoplex. Stock number CD 6448. MSRP 76290. Plus tax title and fees includes 599 DNH. Select vehicle. Only see MedBed for details. Expires one three eighteen. When bad weather hits, be ready. Let Goodyear help during our biggest event. Now through December 31st, 2017, get up to $200 back on select Goodyear tires. That includes the new Assurance Weather Ready, offering Goodyear's best all-weather traction for Mother Nature's worst. Plus, ask about special financing. See store for details. Stop by Roadmasters Auto and Tire Center in North Glen, Lafayette and Boulder, or RoadmastersAuto.com. Davidson's Liquor in Centennial is now open off Parker and Arapahoe. Open seven days a week with great in-store specials. Stock up for the holidays online at DavidsonCentennial.com. Davidson's Liquor. Like them on Facebook. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. I'm really excited to be on a team, you know, that's going to compete. You know, these guys, I watched just about every pitch of the World Series, so I I saw, uh, you know, the bullpen, obviously the starting rotation is second to none, and that's, you know, not to go along with an offense and, and a good defense, and just a lot of energy, it seemed like. That was Wade Davis when he signed with the Cubs. Now he signed with the Rockies. Wow. Breaking news indeed for your Rockies fan today. It is a glorious day in the baseball world because the Rockies have fortified probably, well, not probably, it is the most expensive bullpen in baseball right now. A one-year bullpen that is making history for the amount of money that they're paying these guys. They signed Ray, uh, Wade Davis to a reported three-year $52 million contract Woo! with incentives and bonuses that could escalate to $65 million. Uh, apparently the uh, talks broke down between the Rockies and Greg Holland, so they moved on. They moved elsewhere. They went to Wade Davis all in. On the text line, this one is from my good buddy Pete LaFleur. Went to Notre Dame with Pete, man. This guy's brilliant. No sports like uh, no other. All right. Uh, it says here, hey, Vic, ERA not entirely the story for closers. Inherited runners scoring don't count to new pitchers' ERA. 
Uh, also, a small sample of innings. Other stuff important beyond the raw ERA number. You're exactly right. And that ERA gets skewed at Coors Field. Let's remember that. Yeah, typical ERA versus Coors Field ERA. Uh, there, there's much, there's so many damn analytics now in baseball. I can't even keep keep pace. Well, and I've given you a lot of stats about Wade Davis. One I haven't given you over the last four years, three of which he was an All Star, is his record, which is 23 and seven, uh, an ERA at about 1.7. Um, some textures have said if you watched the playoffs last year, it was apparent that Wade Davis was the best closer in baseball. Greg Holland blew the wild card game. Just like I told you he would. I told you he was Houston Street. If that game goes to the ninth at 8-7, the Rockies at least tie it or maybe take the lead off Fernando Rodney in his stupid hat. And I know he wears his hat for some reason. I don't know, but I still think it's stupid. And so, Greg Holland, welcome to the list. Wade Davis, welcome to Denver, Colorado. Uh, somebody else said, guys, the starting pitching still isn't where it needs. Well, what are you talking about, man? Starting pitching. They have eight starters. Get, yeah, and it's only going to get better. Young guys a year removed. Come on, man. You don't think Kyle Freeland's going to be better? Think about their eight starters. You, you don't think that Freeland, Sensatella, Marquez, Gray, Bettis, Hoffman, and I'm even missing two. So relax on they don't have they, they, starters. They let Chatwood walk because yeah, maybe they have six. Well, and Tyler Anderson, I guess. What's yeah. his deal? I don't know. Chatty got fried here, right, at, at Coors Field. Good. At Coors Field. See you. Welcome but to the list, Tyler you, you, Chatwood. You cannot argue that. I think the starting pitching is fine. But the approach, the strategy is what I enjoy here because they understand what they are. They understand what Coors Field is. They understand that fatigue does set in. So if it is, you, you got to go to the bullpen earlier. you got to use the bullpen earlier than normal. So expect five innings rather than six or seven out of your starters and go to that bullpen earlier. That is obviously the approach that these Rockies are taking, and I like it. It worked wonderfully last year. 9.20 on this Friday, the final Friday of 2017, while we continue to uh, discuss the uh, Wade Davis signing for the Rockies, uh, we'll give you snippets of the best of. Vic Lombardi Show 2017. Yeah, we talked about this at about 7.05 this morning, and you were, I don't know if you were actually appalled or if you were kind of joking around, but... Uh, you know, not, not much stuff appalls me. This does. Do you remember the cereal pooper in Colorado I, Springs? I, 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 don't, I don't even remember having a conversation about this. All right, well, we've got a minute 46 of it. Do you want to just hear what we, our thoughts were at the so. time? Let's go. Let's roll it. Let's get it out of the way. You guys heard about this, uh, this lady in Colorado Springs who's known as the uh, Mad... Pooper? Mm-hmm. I have, yeah. Um, an unidentified woman caught relieving her, herself in front of uh, Colorado Springs homes for at least seven weeks as she jogs around, called the Mad Pooper. Now cops are on the lookout for her. They're trying to find her. She's a jogger. <laughs> what in the hell Wait is going on? Are, are we saying she did this more than once? Oh, She's yeah. She's done it for seven weeks. Did you watch the news report? She's a no. serial pooper. I mean, listen, I've never done it once, but I could see, like, you're out for a jog and you got no option, right? <laughs> right? Like, okay, I could, but you could, you would go find trees. Yes. She's doing it in people's front lawns. Yes, but we've all been there where you're like, oh, God, it's time, right? Everybody's been there. Mm. There's also a there. bathroom across the street. They pointed out that there's, like, one of those parks with a bathroom, and she did it in front of this lady's kids, yes, let me, and the let me kids read the come quote. running in. Let me read the quote from Kathy Beauty of, uh, of Colorado <laughs> Springs who told KKTV, quote, uh, we're like, there's a lady uh, taking a poop. The kids came inside and said, there's a lady pooping, <laughs> and she goes outside to confront the lady saying, are you really taking a poop right here in front of my kids? And the lady says, yeah, sorry. 
<laughs> Jesse, can you get a few of these clips as drops? Um, I mean, th- th- it is the most absurd story. And why does this stuff always happen in Colorado Springs? <laughs> it is so Colorado. That was a look back at our. I, I, I'm not even going to call it our best of. That's embarrassing. Our, our, our most memorable? What this stuff always happens in Colorado? What is wrong with us? I don't remember what month that was, but I'm, you know, I'm these laughing. Crazy hard right stories now. emanate more often than not in Colorado. I blame it on transplants, as usual. You're the reason, Marty. Well, Vic, as long as things are off the rail, do you, do you want to move to? Do you remember when you and Manchester had a steak dinner bet? On the Broncos starting quarterback week one. Yes, I, I contended all offseason that it would be Trevor Simeon, even though he was hurt all offseason. He said, no, it's going to be Paxton Lynch. I said, no, you'll see. Watch. I was true to my word. I said, Trevor Simeon will be the guy. He was so obstinate about Paxton Lynch that we decided to put a wager on it. And so then we called your wife about said wager, and we've got some audio of that. Like dressing, what, what what are you gonna wear? Yeah, because I'm gonna get that question when I get home. Perry. I get that all the time. Yeah, what 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 do we wear for such an occasion tonight? Um, I don't know, maybe dark jeans, boots, a blouse. Okay, for James. Yeah, special. <laughs> <laughs> not tennis shoes and shorts, Vic. Not your basketball shorts you wear every day. Yeah. Maybe if you wash my clothes every once in a while, I'd have something to wear. <laughs> really good. Uh, this is terrible. You're gonna go there. Yeah, maybe I'll if start you. In. Maybe if you did your job, my job would be a lot easier. <laughs> okay, we got to go. All right. See you later. Right, tonight. You. Bye. Bye, James. Bye. See you tonight. Bye, Terry. H.W. <laughs> 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 chiming in at the end. What, what was that little nervous bye from you? There? I don't know. I just felt left out because, remember, you guys didn't invite me to dinner. That was kind of the, the kick. Mm. Um, when you when you didn't let me go to dinner with you guys, so I just had to say bye to Terry. Bye, Terry. Jesse, how are we doing on my wallet? He's grabbing it real quick here. Okay. We'll play one more best of here. I like this. It's ready. What's this about? Um, let's go with the. This bothered me. This was most recent. The day that we talked about irrational anger, things were irrationally mad about. So you're calling an audible here. You yeah. don't want to do my wallet. Yeah, we'll get to the wallet. Okay. I want to talk about things that make you irrationally angry. The the the, the brushing of teeth. If you can find that, because that one, that tops my list. Again, things that normally are okay, things that people do on a daily basis, but make you irrationally angry. This really bothers me. And it shouldn't, but it's irrational. It shouldn't bother me. I should be applauding this. I should be praising this. Brush your teeth four or five times a day, guy. Who goes into the company restroom in the middle of the day and is brushing his teeth. I can't tell you how much that bothers me. I don't know why. You know, I'm in there just doing my thing, and all of a sudden, guy's brushing his teeth and getting all animated over it, just brushing away. Good two minutes of brushing. Just noon, brushing your teeth at noon, and then again at 4 o'clock. Why? I think brushing your teeth anywhere than your own bathroom or like a hotel bathroom is kind of weird. But why so much? Like in the, like how about the guy who brushes his teeth on an airplane? Ugh. Or like at an airport bathroom? Yeah. Or speaking of the gym, brush your teeth at the gym guy. It's like weird. You could just do it at home. Like you do it once in the morning, once at night, I think you're probably fine. Yeah, you're good. I think you're gonna but be okay. On the clock, you know there's there are people that work here. You oh, go yeah. into that bathroom on the clock, they're brushing their teeth. I love you know, I, I get great fascination out of pulling out a big nugget of beef between my molars. I like that feeling. I love it. And it smells awful. Like sometimes I'll get a piece of prosciutto stuck in my teeth or a piece of sausage. It's been there for a couple days. 
and it smells dead. I like a piece of prosciutto in my teeth, personally. <laughs> that was kind of gross, though. You were talking about taking a piece of beef out of your teeth. That was uh, that was pretty gross. Kudos to Mario and Jesse for finding all this. We oh, hope we you guys are more. having fun with we us. We got more. We got the the DIA train auditions. We got the uh, Vic going through HW's wallet. Uh, Vic making fun of HW's Twitter mentions. Somebody on the text line says, "You guys are going to play best of, and you're not going to play the rant Vic had on parking spot guy." I forgot all about Vic, that. We talked about this. We do. We've done 750 hours of radio this year. Yeah. It's hard to keep it all straight. Thank you to our listeners because we were thinking about. Yeah, hey, uh, we wanted to actually. Uh, what were you, with uh, some type of an award? Some some CBA award? We're yeah. To- so we were kind of gathering some stuff for that. So we were trying to drum up like some of our best shows and HW asked me, hey, what did you consider our best show? I said, I had no idea, dude. My mind is blah. I don't remember what the hell I did this year. Yeah, we don't so remember Nolan's walk-off home run. Exactly. So, so yeah. if, if you guys can remember anything we did that was worthwhile and notice crickets, uh, beyond the parking spot, please chime in. 30933. When we come back, we're going to do this NFL preview. We're going to Nebraska, Manchester, and the Little Degenerates next. All right, homeowners, uh, you have to sell that house. We're getting to that point. New year approaching. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team is the only agent you need to call, and he's going to make you the following offer. He'll sell you a home at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. He's got a marketing system, a proven marketing system that works. Give him a call today, 720-900-4433. That is 720-900-4433. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit echohearingcenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years. Years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to Fun. Time to get geared up for Stock Show. And you want your gear from Colorado Saddlery. They've been building gear for cowboys since 1945. They're the largest tack shop in the West with a 12,000-foot showroom now open in Golden. You'll find spurs, bits, concealed carry coats, professional-grade saddles, and more. During the Stock Show Super Saddle Sale, get a free wool saddle pad with every saddle purchase. Time to get geared up for Stock Show at Colorado Saddlery, one block west of I-70 in Colfax, on Moss Street in 
Golden. Deep Eddie Vodka is an award-winning small-batch American-made vodka handcrafted in Austin, Texas. Distilled ten times, gently charcoal-filtered six times, ensuring a clean, subtle, smooth flavor. Deep Eddie Vodka also has six delicious flavored vodkas created with all natural ingredients. These infusions include ruby red grapefruit, sweet tea, peach, cranberry, lemon, and newest release orange. Deep Eddie Vodka is 100% gluten-free. It always reminds you to please stay drink responsibly. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Thank you to the texters reminding us moments on the show when uh, I guess it was actually memorable. 8258. Don't forget the day Manchester went off on. They promised us donuts. That morning was hilarious. I wasn't here that morning. You, you weren't here that morning, it. but they promised us donuts. We got here. There was no donuts left. Yeah. And Manchester and I spent probably an hour and a half complaining about no donuts. Shout out, though, to our boss, Brenda, who then cooked us breakfast because she felt bad for us. We didn't get donuts. On my Twitter feed, somebody just tweeted me, hey, we're all the people claiming the Monforts are cheap now. Hey, good point, man. Hey, they're spending the cash. If you're a Rockies fan, there, there is no, there's no way you can sit back and say, well, they're spending money. The money is on the field. Somebody chimed in and said, now they need to go sign a first baseman. Well, I guess they're hoping that David Dahl can emerge and they can make some, some magic there at first base. And I know Dahl's an outfielder, but maybe leave Desmond in one position. If Desmond's first baseman, leave him at first base. Yeah. And Wade Davis signifies to me, Vic, that they're all in as Manchester James Merrillat said yesterday. He wanted them to be, uh, I believe we have Manchester on the line. It looks like his New Year's resolution yeah. for the Rockies may have come true this morning. How uh, ugly hey. is that uh, Nebraska weather right now, Manchester? Oh, it's beautiful. Is like it? 40 degrees, no nice. wind. It's fantastic. I'm looking at snow-covered plains. It's great up here. Snow-covered plains. What a sight to see. Yeah. What are your thoughts initially? Because this was breaking news. That was actually legitimate breaking news. Wade Davis and that Rockies bullpen, now the highest-salaried bullpen in Major League Baseball. It's hard not to love it. I mean, they're spending money, which is great. And then when this team is good, when they go to the playoffs, it's always when they have a good bullpen. So, um, you know, they're, they're going to hit the ball. They, they, they play good defense. So solidifying that bullpen, replacing Greg Holland, that was absolutely huge. So it's hard not to love it. Manchester, Greg Holland's now on the list, just so you know. Welcome to the list, Greg Holland. <laughs> I, uh, I imagine that was the case. That, that, that's not hard to believe, HW. All right, so uh, we bring Manchester in because he may be on vacation, but he has to make his NFL picks. It's yeah, time so we for can picks. our NFL preview. Fire up Red Zone. It's almost time for another NFL Sunday. They may be young, but they know their stuff. It's the Little Degenerates. First we have the Packers and the Lions. I think the Packers... Packers-Lions first game. Uh, no Thursday game, no Sunday game, no Monday game. So we'll pick all 16 of these and we'll bust right through them. Manchester, we let Vic hear the kids' picks. Let's see if he throws them a bone, but we'll start with you. Packers-Lions in Detroit. Uh, boy, an, an ugly game. Two teams with nothing to play for. But you know me, it's all about the quarterback. So 
I'll go Matt Stafford over Brent Hundley. I'll take the home team. Give me the Lions. Yeah, there are a hell of a lot of uh, insignificant games this weekend, right? Where mm-hmm. no team has anything to play for. I'll take the Lions as well. Detroit burns me far too often. I'm taking the Packers. Next up. Next we have the Texans and the Colts. This might actually be a good game. I honestly don't know who's going to win, but I think the Colts are going to win. I don't know who's going to win, but I think the Colts are going to win. But it's a good game. I like the honesty. <laughs> Manchester Texans, Colts. Uh, where's this game at? Sorry, it's in Indy. In Indy. I will I will take the Colts at home. Houston is dreadful at this point in the season. Did you happen to watch the Colts at home against the Broncos? Give me Houston. There's some weird Broncos draft implications in this game, but I don't really feel like diving into them. Uh, give me Indy. Sending Chuck Pagano off with a win. Next game. Next we have the Bears and the Vikings. Vikings don't really have anything to play for, but I'm still going to take the Minnesota Vikings because they're a better team. Manchester Does have anything to play for? John Fox's last game as an NFL head coach, Chicago at Minnesota. Yeah, that's like a holiday for you, HW. I am going to go with Minnesota. I just I know they don't have anything to play for. And Chicago is, but Chicago is just dreadful. So I can't in good conscience pick, pick the Bears. Give me, uh, give me the Vikings. Vikings. Yeah, John Fox. See you never. Enjoy the beach, you jerk. Next game. Oh, easy. Next we have the Jets and the Patriots. Patriots have already sealed their first round by, so they don't have much to play for, but I'm still going to take the Patriots. They're just a better team. Well, the Patriots do have something to play for, Manchester, because they can't choke this game away and choke the one seed away like they did the year the Broncos won the Super Bowl. Yeah, and that, that's the year they lost in Week 17 to a bad Dolphins team, and it came back to bite them. So Bill Belichick doesn't make the same mistake twice. Give me the Patriots over the Jets. Patriots. Yeah, it's obvious New England's going to be the one seed in the AFC. Redskins, Giants. The Redskins uh, beat the Broncos. The Broncos are really bad. The Giants did beat the Broncos, but they're still a way worse team. I'm going to take the Redskins. It's the all-who teams who beat the Broncos game in a bad NFC East matchup, Manchester. Yeah, this game's in the Meadowlands, right? Correct. I don't have any idea why I'm making this pick because they're 2-13, and 13, but for I just have a hunch. I will pick the Giants. I'll tell you why, because uh, Eli Manning wants to prove to his new GM, Dave Gettleman, that he's still a player, and Eli will play his best game of the year, Giants. Kirk Cousins gets a win in his last start as Redskins quarterback. Next game. Next we have the Cowboys and the Eagles. Hmm. I'm going to take the Cowboys. Just kidding. Eagles. Just kidding, just kidding. Wouldn't do that to his brothers in Philly, Cowboys, Eagles, Manchester. Uh, you know, somehow the Eagles just keep winning, even, even though Carson Wentz is out. So uh, I don't have any reason to see that change in this week. Give me silly. Eagles! Uh, I will take the Eagles as well. Jason Garrett coaching his last game as Cowboys head coach. Next game. Next we have the Browns and the Steelers. I'm going to take... The Steelers. <laughs> More whispering going on. Will Cleveland go 0-16, Manchester? I would probably be up there with the little degenerates in Vic if I didn't keep trying to figure out what week the Browns were going to win and be that guy. So I'm not falling for it again. We're going 0-16. I will take the Steelers. I took the Browns last week out of charity because I wanted the degenerate to catch up to me. I'm not doing it anymore. No more charity. Give me Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh will win. They'll be your two-seed in the AFC. Next, we have the Panthers and the Falcons. I just don't think the Falcons are good enough. I'm going to take the Carolina Panthers. They're a legit team. 
One of the rare games with playoff implications, Manchester. This is in Atlanta. Cam Newton goes to the new fancy dome down there. Yeah, you know, and Atlanta has not been very good in that building, but I am going to take the Falcons at home in this one. Something about Carolina, I, I see it. I, I, you know, they're they're a proven team that's been there before, and I, granted they've missed a lot of pieces since that Super Bowl run a couple years ago. I think Carolina's going to win this game. I think Carolina may be your surprise team to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. Yeah, Atlanta's hung over as hell from that Super Bowl last year. They'll miss the playoffs. Give me Carolina. Next, we have the Chiefs and the Broncos. I'm going to take the Chiefs on this one because they're a they don't way better team. Though. Billy Moose is coming up with some scheme, but same with Brock. Yeah, same with Brock. Where were they heard that from? The kids call them Billy Moose. Oh my goodness! Oh, Manchester, I think they listened to your rants during the game, right? Uh, I think they do. I, I gotta be careful. Apparently, they're listening to more than I uh, ever imagined. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I just don't see Patrick Mahomes coming in here. And I know it's not the normal Denver defense. I know it's a it's a meaningless game, but I don't think he comes into uh, Sports Authority Field and, and beats the uh, beats the Broncos. So I will take Paxton Lynch in Denver to get to exactly six and ten. I am rooting for six and ten. I want Manchester's prediction to come through. I'm doing this for you, Manchester. It's our love. I love you. Six and ten. Manchester, I got some bad news for you. We're going to watch a real first-round QB on Sunday. Give me the Chiefs over the Broncos. Next, we have the Jaguars and the Titans. I think the Jags are going to win because they have a healthy roster and all their starters are playing. little analysis there. Jags-Titans in Tennessee. Man, I hate, I just hate that Tennessee team. I'm going to take Jacksonville just because I don't want to watch Tennessee anymore, so I'm rooting for them to... Uh, the Jaguars have been all over the board, too, though, especially on the road. But uh, give me Jacksonville. Uh, J-Bill. I think Jacksonville bounces back after a tough week last week. Next we have 49ers and the Rams. I'm going to take Rams. That's going to be a tight game. Jimmy G. I'm going to take Rams. Manchester, are you taking the Rams or are you taking the Niners? Uh, you know what? This is a, kind of a sneaky good game. It's a, it's a forecast of what will be the big game in the NFC West next year because mm-hmm. this Niners team has, has turned the corner. Um, but I think Jimmy G finally loses a start. I will take the Rams. Guys, last year the L.A. Rams had the 32nd rated offense in the National Football League. This year, right now, Number one. From worst to first. Give me the Rams. Yeah, I'm going to take the Rams as well. Jimmy G is going to be special, but his magic runs out in L.A. Next we have the Bills and the Dolphins. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm going to take the Bills. That's, I just, not a, like, that's a hard game. That, that is a hard game. <laughs> kind of feeling like we're all feeling. These are hard games. Bills, Dolphins in South Beach, Manchester. Yeah, boy, this time of year going down there just feels like a tough assignment for the Bills, but they're the better team. The Dolphins, uh, they've been a train wreck since the guy was snorting cocaine in the in the facilities. So I'm, I'm going to go with the Bills. I'll take Miami at home. Say, hey, Jay, gets another win. Kristen needs another $10 million. He knows he needs to sign another contract. <laughs> Next we have the Raiders and the Chargers. I think the Chargers are better, and they're playing for a wild card spot, so I'm going to take the Chargers. This game is in L.A. in the soccer stadium that the Chargers play in Manchester. 
Uh, I like the Chargers, and I, I may be picking them because I'm, I'm just rooting for them to get into the into the playoffs for some reason. I'd much rather watch them than Tennessee or uh, some of these other folks that are battling for the sixth seed. So I will take the Chargers at home. Chargers! Taking the Chargers, Jack Del Rio may be out of a job come Monday. Next we have the Cardinals and the Seahawks. The Seahawks are also playing for a wild card spot. I think the Seahawks are going to win. That's the Seahawks fan picking the Seahawks. This game's in Seattle, Manchester. Easiest pick of the week. No way Drew Stanton goes into Seattle and wins. Give me the Seahawks. Me too. I'll take Seattle as well. Two games left, and we're finally out of our misery. Last but not least, Saints and the Buccaneers. I'm going to take Saints. Yeah, okay. They said last but not least. We still got one more. Uh, this is Saints Bucks in Tampa Bay, Manchester. Everybody's going to pick the Saints here. Let's not waste our time. Manchester? Yeah, I'll, I'll go New Orleans. All yeah. right. Finally, the one that John Harbaugh or whatever Harbaugh is is all upset about. Next, we have the Bengals and the Ravens. I think the. One. Bengals? No. No. Yeah. Ravens? <laughs> oh, Bengals, Ravens. Do you think John Harbaugh loses to Marvin Lewis in his last game as Bengals head coach? I don't even know why they let Ryan kick anymore because they just make it boring if they don't like it. But uh, I'm going to go with Baltimore as well. Baltimore, calm down. John Harbaugh moving the game three hours ain't going to change your life. I'll take Baltimore as well. Make sure you uh, stick with us when we go to break with the little degenerates. James, Happy New Year, my friend. Hey, same to you guys, and just a little note on the donut thing. It was because they brought a dozen donuts, and there were like five people in the office, and they were gone. I couldn't figure out the math. That was the piece that morning. But I don't want to have to sound half with a bit too much to carry on. I, I don't blame you one bit. Enjoy Ogallala. Thank you, friend. <laughs> Happy New Year's, Happy Manchester. New Year's. See ya. Final All segment right, coming up. Featuring our best of, one of my favorite segments ever, when I rifled through HW's wallet. There it is. Week 17 picks. I'm excited to watch Billy Moose and Rocco Lizzo and his, and his team's skills. You know, it's going to be fun. Thank you for listening in with the Little Generates. Peace. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet indulgences of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand daily and with only the best ingredients. That was Ray's way. Come enjoy our delicious donuts at one of our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamar's. And also visit us online at Lamar's.com. That's Lamar's.com, where we have simply a better donut. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now is the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fix your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. 
Sam's number three. We've been coming for about 12, 13 years now. It's like home. All our all our waitresses are just like family, you know. Monster cinnamon roll thing looked fantastic. I think green chili goes with everything. We did eat. We we ate a lot. Colorado thing. Service is awesome. They treat you well here. Tacos, the burritos, and then the Greek. I think there are certain rules that you have to eat green chili while watching football. So Sam's number three in Aurora off of Anna Parker in Glendale off Cherry and Leesdale in downtown off 15th and Curtis. My daughter couldn't keep up with math in school. It was it was really hard for her. Brooke has an above average IQ, and yet she wasn't learning. You're frustrated. You're unable to get those answers and solutions that you're looking for, and you're exhausted because you've gone through every other option. I feel like all I did was yell at my kid all day. We just got through pretty much until we found Brain Balance. That's when she started to thrive. Brain Balance is the answer for your kid because it didn't just mask the problems, it actually addressed the issue. We started seeing huge differences in her behavior. Suddenly things were clicking for her. I would ask him how he did in school and he'd smile. When those things start to click, when those things start to go, it's so exciting. Brain balance didn't just help for Brooklyn, it helped for our whole family. Brain balance worked for my kids. There is hope for your struggling child. Brain Balance works. Call 800-877-5500. That's 800-877-5500. Or go to brainbalance.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. So what does that drop mean? People call in and win things? 303-753-0950. Caller number one right now is qualified for Avs Islanders tickets. Sunday night at Pepsi Center indoor fireworks show. I believe we qualified four people. This will be our fourth qualifier. 303-753-0950. Marty and Jesse will fire up the random number generator. One of our four qualifiers getting two tickets to the New Year's Eve fireworks show. A uh, couple texts before we go back to our best of stuff. Are we going to be able to afford Nolan and Chuck? We, the, the Rockies, after signing Wade Davis. Well, that's it's up to the Rockies. That's going to be a hefty price to pay for each of those players. Well, and Chuck's entering his last year of arbitration, so he can play, play for about $13 million this year. But obviously, you'd like to get a long-term deal done before spring training and not go into his final year under contract. Memorable moments during the year. Thank you to the texters, formerly Nathan Texan, saying my two blood-boiling moments this year, Manchester defending that clown reporter in Cleveland asking Brock why he sucks, and Vic's hurry-up golfing with a ketchup hot dog. I, I don't remember that one. I think you were mad that guy at the turn takes a long time to eat his hot dog and it kind of slows the round down a little bit. Oh. Like, eat lunch before you golf. Yeah. Don't eat lunch at the turn, yeah, guys. And slow everyone down. Let's, and I don't remember the Cleveland reporter. What? Uh, a reporter asked Brock why he's so terrible, basically, and James said it was a fair question, and because you like to bro-hug Brock, you thought it was an unfair question. Very much so. Yeah, very unfair. I mean, asking a guy, hey, we, you suck? We had that question. Didn't that? we have that guy on, Vic? I want to say we had that guy on. I think we did. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think we did. Um, during training camp, uh, H.W. were sitting in the uh, Altitude 950 tent, and he pulled his wallet out of his pocket, and I noticed it was the size of a freaking Samsonite suitcase. I got, I got it right here, man. It's a lot of the same stuff is still no, in no, here. No, 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 you've, no. You've gone through it. It's not nearly as thick as it once was. So I decided, for the sake of humanity and to help you out, I just decided to shuffle through his wallet. New segment on the show. Segment's called Rifle Through H.W.'s Wallet. This is, I'll show you the, uh, the girth. This is HW's wallet. 
versus my wallet. Uh, let's see, he's got a Safeway club card. Let me, let me show you the things you don't need. You don't need to carry around the Safeway club card. Take that out of the wallet. Just put that in your car. When you, no, you don't need to have that with you. Put it in your car, and when you get to the grocery store, pull it out. Oh, my God, he's one doing this. He's got the Safeway Club card, and here is the King Supers Club card. You don't need that. You right? just need the phone number. These are real discounts. Yeah, but when you get to the store, keep it in your glove compartment. You don't need it. All right, let's see. Uh, this is a credit card? Yeah, it's my, right, it's you, my Broncos you need card. That. Okay, well, you I got... shouldn't show the number. Okay, yeah, you should. I was going to say Do I need to get a new credit card now? You know, just he just out. went on the internet. <laughs> don't don't talk about this. That is outstanding. Just what just on. happened? Just uh, tropical liquors. <laughs> that's that's got uh, this one. We can show people. This is the tropical uh, liquors. So this is the go-to booze place in Columbia, Missouri. They oh. make alcohol smoothies. So I got my punch card. Okay. Uh, Sigma New Fraternity Inc. What the hell is this? That's your member card. Okay, do you have to have that in your wallet? Again, put this in your uh, drawer at home. You don't need to carry that around. I really don't like this segment. Well, this is my favorite segment so far. Uh, University of Missouri Television TV Media. Why in (laughs) God's name would anybody carry this? Years after college. This is vastly unnecessary. Get rid of that. What is this? Oh, that's my casino card. A casino card. We have a man who carries a casino card in his pocketbook. Top golf card? You don't need to put this on the wallet either. Loyalty Denver. Man, you got all golf cards. And then what matters most? My Powerball ticket. The money. <laughs> There's no money in the wallet. Not a single dollar bill. I just rifled through a man's wallet, found zero money, and a bunch of casino and liquor cards. That is the life of HW. No money and nothing but casino cards. You you really want to determine a guy's personality? Rifle through his wallet. (gasps) Yeah, that was an embarrassing day. I have cleaned up the wallet a little bit since then. Do you have money? money? Uh, No. (laughs) How do you not have money? Because I don't carry cash. I'm not a cash guy. Jesse, do you have money in your wallet? I do. I'm not going to reveal how much, but I do have money in why, my why, wallet. Why don't you want to reveal it? <laughs> yeah, wow. You shouldn't have said that. I mean, why to be a sketchball about it? Deal? 150 bucks. Okay, so what? what's the big deal? That's like called Tuesday for me. Money, yeah. No, come to me. Marty, do you have money in your wallet? Yeah, unless he's counting. I got, I got two bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's two more than I got, Marty. That is so good. So good. There was one last thing we wanted to get to, Vic. Do you remember when we did our uh, two bucks? Our, our, two bucks. Our train auditions, uh, in in a couple months ago. Oh, they had open auditions to be the new voice of the DIA trains. Yes, they did. And we decided to. Did we actually send our audition in? Yeah, I don't know what happened. We to didn't it. hear back. Did yeah. We? Well, yeah, here's how it went. Here's the deal. DIA wants to replace Adele and former. Coors field announcer and broadcaster Alan Roach as the go-to train voices. So they're hosting a competition among local television and radio personalities oh, wait, in really? hopes of picking one man and one woman to be the new train voices. You don't want me doing it. I'll be too blunt. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's what be, mine would be. See, see, if they allowed us to say what we wanted to say on that little message, then... I'm all for it, but I'm not going to just read something that they want me to say. Hey, welcome. All right, so should we audition here? All right, let's go ahead and read it the way we would say it, all right? 
Welcome to Denver. You are free to drive on the shoulder to get to anywhere you need to go in this town. Hello. Welcome to Denver. Get your bag, get your car, get out of the way. Hey, uh, welcome to Westside. Vic here. If you're a transplant and I know you are, uh, easy on the weed, okay? And you're not going to be driving any cars for five years. You're going to be doing the old rapid transportation thing. So get used to that train you're exiting right now. Enjoy. Bye-bye. Hello, welcome to Denver. John Hickenlooper is our official governor. Michael Hancock's our official mayor. But John Elway might as well have both of those titles. While you're in town, head over to Sloan's Lake. You'll see him walk across it. Enjoy your trip to Denver. Hey, uh, welcome to Denver. Vic here. I was born and raised here. If you show up wearing a Cubs jersey or Boston gear, get the hell out. I don't want to see your face. In fact, your face is very punchable. Thank you. This is the terminal. Shut the hell up. Quit talking to me. I don't like your face. I don't want to talk on the plane. Don't even look at me. I don't want to talk to you. Look straight ahead. I don't want to talk right now. Hey, dude, yeah, the dude that's sitting down on the train right now, yeah, the dude with the uh, headphones on, why don't you get your ass up and let that lady sit down, okay? There's no need for you to sit down. You're a young person. You are a young millennial. Get your ass up and let that poor lady with the kids sit down. Yeah, you. I'm pointing right at you because I see it all the time. Now get off the train. Easy E for DIA voice. I think we've got our winner. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. That was a little harsh. As I look back, I didn't know. That was a bit much. It was pretty funny, though. Laid it on a little thick. You went a little crazy. You went a little crazy. All right, we've got like four more minutes. There's one more that I just circled on your sheet yeah. that I'd be curious to hear if we're, we're just doing our best of 2017. What's this? It is you getting irrationally mad about dogs, and you, take a sh- and you take a shot at our own Julie Brownman. Jesse, we'll give you a second here to get this, but it's 56 seconds long. I think it's right. worth letting the people hear. Go ahead. Your pet is not more important than my pet. Is this a Colorado thing? Like, if you go to Home Depot in Shreveport, are they bringing their dogs? Or is this like Colorado uh, where we... You know, you got to be all fancy about your craft yeah. broods that you like. Oh, I only drink IPAs. Wearing my sleeveless jacket, my Patagonia with my dog. Got my Nalgene bottle. So I stay yeah, hydrated. this is Colorado. I drink my triple hops IPA. Yeah. <laughs> if somebody said on the text line, Chris says, wow, a Colorado guy sounds like Nick Cage. <laughs> you know what? That's my new, that's my new winner. The dog that goes to the bathroom in my yard. I, I can't stand it. Why can't you go across the street? It's an open field. Why? Why can't you're, you're? It's an animal. Why can't it poop in the field? Why does it have to poop on my grass? For the first time in my adult life, I now understand why Julie Brownman owns nine cats. Yeah, I certainly do. I, I want to thank everyone involved. Hey, Marty, good job finding all those cuts, man. I I had no idea. We do. We have another one. Yeah. How many of these are we going to run? It's, it's 20 seconds long. Why don't we just run one. the whole damn three hours best of? That way I didn't have to we're, wake up If we're doing morning. best of, we're doing best of. We got 20. Oh, what, is, what is this 20 seconds? Phone. It just buzzes with mentions, so I can't really get to my talk. Yeah. So I really don't know what to say. Who wants way. to contact yeah. me? Just you, talk to my agent, what's... Dan Turner, and just call Dan and ask him to get a hold of me because I'm getting so many mentions yeah. right now. <laughs> uh... 
Is that when you were going off on your Twitter? It stuff? was. I was trying to find a number for Marty, and I was. I had some stupid hot take that my mentions were going do 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 do, so I couldn't get to the number. Yeah. And I was just trying to tell Marty that, and you just took it to a whole new. Well, level. I'm glad we came to work today. I'm glad we did live radio because it was a big story. In fact, it qualified as breaking news. The first time that HW actually came with the breaking news, and it worked. Breaking news on Altitude 950. The Colorado Rockies signed Wade Davis to a free agent deal. Yeah, we played a lot of best of today, but you're right. The the fact that we were live and local was huge. We were able to talk a lot about Wade Davis, his crazy good stats over the last handful of years. And, uh, Vic, I tweeted it. I'll say it again. Jeff Breidich is trying to win the 2018 World Series, and if you're a Rockies fan, that's pretty exciting. Good for him. Good for the Rockies. Big weekend of sports, as always, here in the Mile High City. You got the Avs tonight against the Toronto Maple Leafs, and the Nuggets at home against the Sixers tomorrow night. And we cap it all off Sunday, Mile High Stadium, the season finale. Expect a lot of change from that Broncos organization come Monday, Tuesday. We will take Monday off since it is the first of the year. Uh, if you want to talk sports, I can do it via Periscope, if you like. Sure. I'll be available. At Vic Lombardi. Especially if there's sports news that happens on that day. Uh, fireworks show also at Pepsi Center on Sunday night. Yeah, right? Jesse, Marty, did In we get York. our winner yet from our qualifiers? Are we doing that right after the show? What's the What's the yeah, plan? We'll make sure to get we a still got to do the qualifier with okay. uh, the Google. All right, we'll do it right after the show. If you qualified, uh, we'll send some of that. So you're right. You got abs tonight, nuggets tomorrow night, Broncos.